What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle Channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the Notorious One. A.K.A. Mr. Coach Alini, better known. As a prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with the Black Moses and EWF, Every Woman's Fantasy, and CGAC, God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. Today, I got a little bit of shadow on my screen, but we're going to fix all that. Don't worry about all that. Today, our show today, a report by the mainstream media, they're catching up. To what's going new, on? New, 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 new world the order. mainstream media is catching on about men holding the line. All right. So what's going on here is in first world nations, 89% of all first world nations, the marriage rates are plummeting. All right. All right. We're going to talk about that. But let me shed a little bit of light on CGA. All right. My chocolate skin is not lit up enough. I'm in shadow on one side. There we go. Yes, indeed. Wake the lights up. Look at that. I have my shadow effect going. Anyway, we got a great show. This show is going to feature a couple topics here. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater as always. We don't have a doom and gloom report, but I must report to you that today is... Today is Happy Slow Day Gordita. Shout out to the Gorditas out here. And we got one or two new Gorditas to add to our Hall of Fame. Slow Tuesday. So I'm going to say to my brothers. Happy Slow Tuesday, Gordita. All right, we got to be here. All right, so great show lined up for you today. We got Slow Tuesday lined up, ready to go. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater, a couple of things there. In the news, a new segment in the news, Barack Obama has some interesting things going on on his property and Martha's Vineyard. We're going to look into that just a little bit. We're going to look into that just a little bit. And we're also going to discuss the marital rates plummeting. And if we have extra time, we'll go to overtime. All right. So this will be, I think uh, the stream, we'll do a stream this morning and then tomorrow morning, possibly off. All right. I said that about today, but tomorrow for sure. All right, but um, anyway, in any event, welcome to our Slow Tuesday. And let us uh, introduce one of our new women in our Gordita Hall of Fame here. All right, we're going to introduce a possible Slow uh, Tuesday candidate here. Let's go ahead and put her up on the screen, if you will. Uh, let's see if I can get her on the screen. Uh, there she is right there, ladies and gentlemen. Gordita, oh, are you brothers touching this? I'm gonna tell you right now. This one, oh, the humanity. The bigger the fupa, the tastier the chalupa. Oh my goodness, it's getting bad out here. Look at what is go- holy mackerel. Oh, the humanity. I think something's hanging out. I can't really tell what's hanging out. But something's going on there that um you might want to sample. My Lord have mercy. 
All right, let's take a look at what's going on. She seems proud of that chalupa. All right, let's go into it. Uh, there it is right there. Oh, my goodness. Just there. Oh, the humanity. Oh, she is proud of that. What is going on? <laughs> that food. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll turn on the sound on this one. Woo Somebody waking up to that. Woo. Yeah. Oh, man. Brothers, y'all doing this, brothers? Oh, the humanity. Uh, you guys are doing this, man. Y'all going, hey, somebody smashing that. Somebody. <laughs> somebody is getting that. What is, go oh, Jesus. I got to play the. Oh, the humanity. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. All right. So, brothers, brothers, what are y'all doing out here, man? We need to hold the line a little bit better than this. What a Tuesday. It's already Tuesday. We're kicking it off. Somebody hitting that. Somebody putting a back into it. That looks like her. She got front booty. She definitely looks like she got front booty here. Uh, we're going to take you to another one here as well. Uh, this one is a little bit of a crazy one for our slow Tuesday. And as you guys know, if you're dealing with crazy chicas, you're going to deal with crazy chicas. I'll get to the contributors to the day show in a bit. But uh, crazy chicas tend to be, you know, knife-wielding suspects, if you will. All right, knife-wielding suspects. This definitely is going to be a future knife-wielding suspect. And uh, sorry for the brothers to have to deal with this. Uh, Jorge, Hector, little puppet and such. Uh, there she is. Crazy, stupid love. Let's go ahead and hear what she has to say. Because I said, fuck you, and I don't love you, and I ran you over going 100 miles per hour, doesn't mean I don't love you. Like, my anger is just to prove up my love to you. Like... I don't know where you think you're going, but you're going to sit your ass down and I'm going to make you something to eat and we're going to be okay. Oh, just because I. Yeah, just because. Listen, just because she stabs you and cuts you and runs. Now I got to cut just because she runs you over. She's just trying to prove her love. Now I got to cut you. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And that's what you deal with when you're dealing with Tuesdays. You know what I mean? Them Latinas ninjas be like, coach, I like Latinas. I'll be like, man, you better have a whole. Wait a minute. You have now to make sure I got to cut you, you got to make sure you have, know how to deal with them stab wounds, fam. <laughs> right? It's going to be some fire peace leave, but now I got to cut you. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Crazy crazy psycho love right there. And uh she said just because I do these things for you don't mean I love you. He said fuck you and I don't love you. And I ran you over going 100 miles per hour. Doesn't mean I don't love you like my anger is just to prove up my love to you. Like, I don't know where you think you're going, but you're going to sit your ass down and I'm going to make you something to eat and okay. we're going to be okay. All right. Just yeah. because I said. Yeah, we go. We with it. Some of y'all ninjas going to do it too. You going to go. Some of y'all ninjas going. You're like, I'll take it, coach. I don't care. You taking it no matter what. All right, hold on for a second. Uh, let's take you to the, uh, well, I don't know if I can, how much I can show you of this because uh, the screen is kind of small here. But let's take you to somewhere where this gordita abuela or somebody's tia, you know what I mean? These tias be on point. These tias be on point with it. Let's go ahead and take you to somebody's tia. And uh, I'm going to have to turn the music down just a bit because it comes in kind of loud. All right, so here we go right here. Somebody's tia got them yams and it says uh, 36. She looked like she 46, but here we go. Yeah. Hey, hey. 
Oh, hey. Oh, my goodness. She holding back there. Oh, it's soggy, too. That thing's swinging. Woo-wee. That thing is swanga swanging. And look at your boy back there. All right, Ranchero Poppy in the back. Like, oh, he can't handle all of that. He can't handle all of that. That is absolutely. That thing is swinging back there somewhere in Mexico. That thing's swinging around. All right, she didn't have 15 babies for sure. Let me see if I can pull her back up. All right, because they, they wanted to run an ad right there. Let's pull her back up. Ranchero Poppy backed away off of it. Here we go. Ooh, she looked 40. That's 36. 36 my ass. All right. This girl is 46, 56. There you go, little. There you go, gentlemen. Hey, look at that thing swinging. My goodness gracious. Who's Abuela? She looked 56 at this point. She looked 56 in the face. 36 my ass. All right, but that thing is, whoo. There's a lot going on. <laughs> All right, who going? Who going? Yeah, she probably has. She has a whole tribe. Anyway. Over or under seven kids? Over or under seven kids? <laughs> All right, anyone, anyone. Over or under seven kids? All right, that woman is not 36 years old in no way, shape, or form. But uh, some of y'all ninjas going in on that for sure. All right. To contribute. To contribute to today's show, dollar sign the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA new, channel. New, 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 new world order. With that being said, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. All right. Happy Slow Tuesday for everybody. Let's go ahead and throw that up on the screen real quick. Happy Slow Tuesday to everybody. And let's get to Albert Wesker says, even Barbie was anti-marriage. It will get worse. And so Albert Wesker, uh, the, the funny thing about these shows now that I'm doing um, is I'm actually covering material that many of us were listening to in the mid-2020 teens. And uh, I started producing in the late 20 teens. And they keep blaming men for the lack of marriages. But we're going to boil down to actually the media is actually trying to figure out what's going on here. And they just can't blame men. They can't blame men solely. And then when they don't want to blame men, they want to say it's a choice. Oh, well, we're choosing to not marry. Well, we're in a crisis. And this is essentially the self-destruction of the human being. The human species is imploding, self-destructing. Now, we will talk about population, if I do remember, because we're at, a, we're at the highest point of our population in the history of time, right? So our population exploded by 5 billion or close to 6 billion over 100 years. So that should be taken into consideration as well. So we'll talk about that. Tolu, Tolu, or is that Tol, Tolu? Shout out to you. He says uh, nothing. Mr. Albert says, Coach, can you put a patent or something on that marriage, Will? I have a feeling the main media will steal it in the future. Indeed, I'm going to have to, well, I actually do have it. At least I have it in a book. I presented it in a book. So if they do steal it, uh, but that all they're going to do is reformat it. You know what I mean? But yeah, they're just going to reformat it. All right, Mama Love. Mama's Love says, Coach, Coach Gang, this new setup is fire, but the content is still hotter. Appreciate your continued hard work. Be still, be well. VMAD is in the building. That's from VMAD. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. And I'm trying to do my best out here to get 
the best content and keep things fresh. All right, new things coming. New things coming in August, man. All right, new things coming in August. If you missed, I'm doing true crime series on locals. All right, on Saturday, the Better Bachelor Joker popped in with his crew because we he did a movie. He does a movie night, I believe, every week or every other weekend. I wasn't sure, and I actually uh, set up a stream uh, simultaneous, like uh, as as simultaneous to his. Right, so. Uh, he ended up bringing his crew over for a little bit. He had 200 plus in. I had like 100 plus over on Locals watching True Crime. We broke down the Steve McNair deletion and we opened up that a little bit. So I'm doing cr- True Crime. I got so many things going on here. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's an exciting time for me. Um, I'm beyond the point where, you know, I- I'm just working now. I'm just working. Um, I'm, and I'm getting a job here next week, probably in about two weeks. I'll be starting a new job. All right, so I'm going to make this a job. I don't have a job right now, though. <laughs> mm. All right, but uh, yeah, man, it's about to go crazy. So I'm going to post clips of the True Climb series on the Notorious channel. We're bringing back Ask Coach Greg Adams on the Notorious channel. We, we're about to go. We're about to go crazy. We're going we to do. <laughs> we're, we're bringing back the uh, CGA, the Coach Greg Adams sports show on CGA Got Gaming. We're doing three gaming shows a week. All right, we got, uh, yo, it's going crazy, man. It's going crazy in August. So anyway, if you want to catch the full episode of the Steve McNair, um, the Steve McNair uh, true crime series that we're doing, we already did that one. Uh, Go on CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. But anyway, Mr. Joshua Calvin says, off topic, coaching the coach game. What are your honest thoughts of men journaling daily? Gratitude, goals, and he says things that you've learned just trying to add uh, productive activities that will add to my personal development. Any feedback is appreciated. So um, we tell you actually on the money mindset and uh, several other blue chip streams, how much I journal, write and rewrite down my goals and my ambitions or things that I want to avoid. So do this on the daily. Absolutely. Absolutely. Essential part of what you got going on and not only do it daily, revisit it daily and rewrite Everything that, rewrite it so it's memory, right? So you can just write it down without even thinking about it or looking at it. And then by the time you get to that point, you should have accomplished even half of those goals so you can then rewrite some new ones in. We have, let me see here. We got three people over on the PayPal. It is my man, Benjamin B, is in the building over there. Build Back Benjamin is in the building. And Kaylin says something. What do you got to say, Kaylin? Why did that come on? He says, the more I think about how Tom Brady has been dealing with women since his uh, getting divorced, I think he's taken a page out of your book and he's committed to the dark side. Indeed. (laughs) Yes. Shout out to the dark side. (laughs) He says, it's only fair to me that when men get divorced, they never get married again and just smash and dash. Indeed. Hey, check this out. And that's you. I had a junior college over. She was more like my slow Tuesday on a Monday. And, uh, you know, no matter how you're dealing with women, they're always going to try to flip it. They're always going to try to change and backdoor it. Don't you just want somebody that you can? uh, Nope. I mean, you know, not now, but in the future, in the future, don't you, don't you, aren't you going to get just tired of having sex? I mean, don't you want companionship? She trying to flip that shit now. I was looking at her. I was definitely looking at her like, bruh. I was staring at her Martin Lutherly. She's on the edge of my bed 
with her cleavage hanging out, you know, leaning over the edge of my bed because my bed sits high. It's a California king. Shout out to you. And it sits extra high. So she's like, you know, she could basically just stand up next to it. And I'm standing next to the bed on the other side looking at her like, bruh, <laughs> uh, you got what you got. This was the deal. <laughs> you agreed to it. Now you're trying to backdoor and I'm out. All right. So what? Guess what? It's time for you to go. Don't you want, don't you want commitment? I got money. Kahoo. <laughs> right. Shout out to Body Treats. Hey, coaches. I think maybe this is someone. Body Treats. Hey, coachy, two things. You are killing it out here. He says, lots of love from New York City. And he says, too, thanks for giving us black traditional wives the game. Men deserve to have the great life out here, too. Indeed, happy man, happy land. I think that was from Kaylin Ferguson as well. Happy man, happy land. Shout out to you right there. And uh, people need to realize that. Shout out to her. Is that men are the most regulated men out here. They're trying to regulate us at all times. And just keep us being the, um, all, all you do is supply. All you do is, you know, all you do is provide. All you do is build. Don't have no fun out here. Don't have no fun. I'm telling you guys, go have your fun. Go have your fun. Shout out to you. We got Brian says, greeting coach. I just wanted to say it's humid as hell in Raleigh. And I have to work on my car. So I hope I don't pass the hell out. Shout out to you out there. Man, boy, global warming. You know what I mean? The global warming is going crazy right now. They're like, it's going to be hot like this. It's going to be hot like this forever. This is going to be the coolest summer in the history of time. They're they're going crazy. It's a cruel summer out here. Shout out to Geo. And that's all I'll call you. And uh, no government name. BH is in the building. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother, for being here. Seventh Sign says, what's up, coach? For Taco Tuesday in the building. Shout out to you. By the way, did you hear that LeBron James's son had a cardiac arrest at a workout, I believe, this morning? And he's in stable condition. I want to wish, wish the young man well. I don't wish hateful things on people, man. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of LeBron James's off-the-court antics, but I don't want to see something like that. All right, and I wish the young man well and a speedy recovery. Sounds like they're going to have to do some investigation on what's going on and causing these young athletes, these young, virile, strong males to be collapsing like this in the cardiac arrest. Somebody needs to open up an investigation as to why these, are, new, these new, things are happening. New, new There's an unprecedented order. amount of athletes that are doing this, and I don't want to hear shit about, no, it can't be contributed to that. There's an unprecedented amount of these people like this, and this is going to open up the conversation. You guys can avoid the conversation all you want. You didn't, want to, you didn't want to avoid it when you were all up in my business asking me if I got the poke. Now, all of a sudden, you don't want to talk about it. Now, all of a sudden, you don't want to talk about that shit. All right? But, um, of course, let me. But now, you, don't, you can't have LeBron James's son flopping out down on the court without the conversation opening up. And it's going to be opened up wide open as of today. My sports channel should have a video dropping sometime after this stream. But uh, let's get in here. Shout out to Dr. Thunder. He says, training back and biceps on this slow Tuesday. Get it in, brother. Get it in. And I caught portions of your show this morning. And I'm going to tell you, tonight I'm going to do a review of that. 
All right. Uh, with your permission. All right. So it won't be showing your stream, but we're going to, I found the link to the stream that you were reviewing and I will give you cred. Shout out to Rob says too much salami policing women out here for sure. Telling men what to do with their Johnsons. Absolutely. Okay. Since we got that taken care of, I'm going to go get back into the show and get on to Straggle and Snickle Theater, but uh, get ready because here we come. Let me see if I can get the uh, intro going. Indeed. Here we go. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? All right, Straggle and Sniggle Theater is Aye. up. Aye. No, Straggle and Sniggle Theater is up. I'm actually getting used to throwing that up here, and there's a little bit of juggling act that I have to do. But anyway, Straggle and Sniggle Theater is back, and I have to always make sure my microphone is back up. So, anyway, what are we doing here? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's get into it. What do we got here? We have a dangerous straggle. Uh, take a look at this caught by somebody's ring cam. We have a woman that probably has done this before, as they say. She proceeds to kick in somebody's dough and wave in the fofo. <laughs> YouTube is going to think these are gunshots, but they're not. Look, look at this track. Look at this track. Oh, my goodness. Damn. Oh, the humanity. Like the Terminator. <laughs> like the Terminator. These bitches is out here crazy, Stragnesia. These straggles out here. Yeah, Stragnesia is like the Terminator. Look at how she just, she's done this before. <laughs> she's been here before. Look how she walked in. <laughs> like, does she even know where she is? This is not the first time she's done this. Look at this. Look at this. She just kicked it right off the frame here. Oh, look at this. Jesus. Look at this, man. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. <laughs> All right, she kicked the door off the hinges, bruh. Man, these people, man. Straggle season is here. And they hungry. This is why, this is just, this will let you know. You're not as safe and secure as you think. Uh, some of these apartments are made with pickup sticks, <laughs> right? And a uh, particle board. Uh, take a look at how much the walls are jiggling on the other two doors or three doors. The whole room is shaking. This house is built on no foundation. There's no brick and mortar, nothing. There's nothing separating you but particle board. All right, this is crazy from somebody kicking in your door. Here we go. She, get, she definitely a bull dagger. Thank you, Dr. Thunder. <laughs> Jesus. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. Just, just. Yeah. That little door lock didn't do Nathan. <laughs> that little door lock didn't Nathan, man. Jesus. All right, these people. So, if there's a zombie apocalypse and you're behind your door, you better have a firearm. You better have a, this is, this is why I'm pro 2A. You, you need a firearm because your door lock is not going to stop anyone. Let's go to the next one here. Uh, Drake, Drizzy Drake, pushing the agenda recently. Apparently, Drake was at a concert. 
and somebody threw their brazier on the stage, I think that would be a sexual assault if I did that to Shakira or Chloe Bailey or Ziande or Zendeha or any of these women. If I threw my jock strap on the stage, it'd be a sexual assault. They throw me out. But apparently Jake Drake has a different reaction and let's take you to it. 36G. Locate this woman immediately. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yeah, yeah. So Drake says, Drake says locate the 36G. Locate the 36G girl. Now, I'm going to tell you, gentlemen, as an experienced man, it might sound like a fun time, but these are going to be some saggy waggies. These are going to be some saggy waggies. 36G, this is going to be some saggy shit. This is not going to be anything firm, nothing. This shit is going to be an absolute mess unless they're fake. This is going to be some Sogmeister shit. But anyway, go ahead. Go on with your bad self. This is going to look ugly. Stretch marks on it. Probably the areola all dimpled and withered in like this. This is not going to be good. And Drake is tempting his tummy with the taste of soggy honey here. But the woman reveals herself in the bathroom. She says, oh, wait, let's let her explain it to you right here. And guys, it's not the reason why. The reason why women have big breasts is to distract men from looking at their face. I know. This is a theory I'm working on. I might do a video series on this. The reason why a woman has big breasts is this is God's work. This is God's plan. The reason why her boobs are big is to distract you from not looking at her face. This theory is going to be proven right here. Let's take you to it. This is the woman. Let's let her tell it. It's me. I threw it. And he picked that shit up and said, 36G, find this girl immediately. Fuck no. Fuck no. No. <laughs> Look at Drake now. You asked for it, sir. You asked for the 36G woman. You said locate her immediately. Now, let's take you back, gentlemen. This is said woman right there. Um, Find this girl immediately. There she is right there, brothers. That's the one. That's the one. And I'm going to tell you, proven right again. I'm proven right again. By the way, the Sogmeister got her because there's nothing on her chest. All right. Everything's below her abdominals. The Sogmeister got her and them shoulders. I mean, this is the said creature who threw her brassiere on the stage. And the reason why this soggy is there's no more brassiere, as you can see, holding them up. <laughs> holding them up. But, gentlemen, I'm just telling you, man, CGA knows, and CGA knows best. Oh, the humanity. The reason why the good Lord has blessed women with big boobs is to hide the fact that their face is not that attractive. And also... And also, I mean, there's a science to this. I'm going to break down the science. This is not me talking negatively about women. This is me describing them. Okay, so have you ever seen a woman with big boobs and a big fat rear end? Rarely. If she has a nice butt, she kind of has a subpar chest. This is somewhat typical. Of course, there's outliers. There's exceptions to the rule. In fact, 
if there's an exception to the rule, she becomes like a glamour model. She was like, she's gorgeous. She's like, wow, she's, she's perfect. And then the trifecta, a pretty face, big boobs, and a nice butt. In that case, this woman's top tier. She's top tier. Like, you're, you're not finding another one like that in your neighborhood. She's the only one. But you rarely find a woman with a big chest and a big butt. It's either a big butt and a kind of weird, mediocre chest or, a, uh, or the opposite, which would be a flat booty and big titties. And then the trifecta of trifectas would be the absolute rarity, a pretty face, a thick, thin waist, and a big booty and nice titties. As a matter of fact, I might throw one on the screen up for you excited brothers real quick. Let me throw up one. Um, let me know if this woman is thick or fat. She kind of has big rack, big old waist and hips, and a pretty face. She's a rarity, but she might be too big booty to you for you uh, white boys out here. Uh, but this is a good one for you brothers. Y'all brothers going to be starving. Let's post her up on the screen here. Let's take a look here. Uh, play the video. Oh, let's turn that music off. Uh, this might be the rare exception, although she is a little thick, but, you know, she thicker than a snicker. And she has a pretty nice, and her skin and her face is good looking. That's almost a rarity. <laughs> Look at this. I mean, this is pretty rare. Listen, this is thick. Holy mackerel. And uh, she's not throwing the dimples on the booty. I don't know who this is, but that's pretty rare. All right, listen. Wow, boy, that is some thickness right there. All right, I put 15 babies in this. I'm going to put babies in her for sure. I'm putting babies in this one. All right, listen. All right, she. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. Who is that woman? Who is that? White guys are out on this one. White guys are like, no, thank you. <laughs> All right, flat backs only. Hey, what a minute. What, a minute. what am I doing here? I got the wrong thing showing. Okay, that's what he said. Let's get to the next one here is going to be, oh, here's, a, here's some another young ladies with young woman mentality. Here we go right here. This is from this guy's podcast, The Desirable Truth. Here we go. Because you're cute. Uh, we got re- to rewind it. Let's rewind it. Here we go right here. How much think a man should spend on a first date? Thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't know. Why should a man spend a thousand dollars on you? Because I'm cute. Just because you're cute? Yeah, sure. Is it all about the money for you? It's not about the money, but I know I deserve this, so. Okay. So if I take you out and I said, I'm going to spend a thousand dollars on you tonight, you're going to throw it back on me when we're finished, right? Oh, it's the band. The band. <laughs> it depends. What would it depend on? I defend a lot of things. But I just dropped a thousand dollars on you. But it doesn't matter. Would you ever see yourself spending a thousand dollars on a man for a first date? No, because it's completely different. <sighs> Guys, man, where are these cuckoo birds coming from, man? And these are women. They look like and sound like they're from Thailand. All right. So or the Philippines. More, most likely like Thailand, I can't remember. They're, 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 they're kind of fresh off the boat, one of them are. I don't know where this guy's located. But now that they got to America, all of a sudden they got big money goals, $1,000. Man, just say you're a pro. Just say you're uh, you doing for pay for play. But the funny thing is, when it came down to it about giving up the booty, she was like, nah, nah, 
It depends. It depends on what? A thousand dollars I'm not spending on you. And why should you get a thousand dollars? Because I'm cute. This is Filipina. Yeah, they look like Filipina. Oh, I'm cute. So just spend a thousand dollars for no reason but to look at you. How much do you think a man should spend on a first date? Thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, just to be fair, they their bodies are, you know, they're doable. They're doable. Um, and they're somewhat, you know, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to put them down. They're not tens. They're not nines. They're not eights. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing here? Why should a man spend a thousand dollars on you? <laughs> because I'm cute. Well, she she is cute. She got the big eyes and all that. She's cute. That's what I would characterize her. She's not lying. She's cute. I would put her in the cute category. She had the big eyes. She has a little, uh, like, she's cute. $1,000 for this? No, hell no. Her mind's not cute. Her mind's not cute at all. Just because you're cute? Yeah, sure. Is it all about the money for you? It's not about the money, but I know I deserve this, so. No, she sounds like, that's not Philippines. That's Thailand, <laughs> all right? That's Thailand. That ain't Philippines. All right, Um. anyway. Anyway, so if that's I another country take you out and I said, I'm going to spend a thousand dollars on you tonight. You're going to throw it back on me when we're finished, right? Oh, it's the band. The band. Yeah, it depends. It depends. Mm. See, they, this is what I call. This is what I call negotiating in bad faith. All right. And so they know she, she knows she's not playing a fair game. She's not being fair. She's violating the social contract. She's in the business of usury, and she's not willing to return the favor of anything. So now she puts on extra expectations on top of a ridiculous expectation. Ridiculous. All right, and so people are saying this is Latina. I have no idea All right, uh, at this point. But now you have a ridiculous expectation, and then no expectation on top of that. So there's extra expectations. Um, well, well, so you're using men. Is that what you're doing? You're in the business of usury. So when we talk about violating the social contract violating the social contract this is what we're talking about negotiating in bad faith why would i even spend a thousand dollars on that if that's your expectation which i would not i would never but why would i and not get anything what do i get out of it well you get me and be cute so what happens is this continues to happen for so long it discourages men it makes men say ridiculous things like this woman's not attractive which would be ridiculous all right but um, it makes men go over the edge. And then they wonder, women wonder why men don't approach anymore because you're having ridiculous expectations. And then men, on the other hand, find other things to do. And they become discontent about the entire process. And then they tend to say ridiculous things about women, which are pretty much untrue. All right, so this is where we are. And if you think it's changing overnight, it is not. Does she represent all women? No, I wouldn't say all women. However, she represents a good percentage of women based on the good percentage of men that are dropping out. So yes, it's making a difference. All right, so anyway, somebody needs to set these girls straight. Speaking of setting them straight, a Kaylee gets her car jacked, and I'm probably sure it's by a strag, a sniggle. Let's take you to the scene of the crime. I guess a Kaylee brought a scat pack to a car meet at night, and this is what happened. Okay.
Oh. Yep, there you go. Oh, she hanging on for dear life. All right, and so there goes the scat pack. It's gone. What city is this? And there she is running back. All right, so there it is right there. Kaylee's holding on for dear life, if you can't see it. And her scat pack is taking this trip, and she's holding on to the car. She's going to get ran over, and look at, like, the dudes that has her. Oh, my goodness, boy, she almost got her head crushed right there. And there she goes getting tossed off and tossed it up. And there she goes running back. She's definitely upset about this. And I'm very conscious of this type of activity because I do have a, I do have a car that um, I could take to car meets all the time. And I'm conscious of this. So I try not to roll by myself or I try to roll with my open carry just so ninjas know not to get a little bit, not to be froggy and jump. <laughs> all right. So you can't just, I mean, especially a, a scat pat meet. I mean, scat packs, Dodge Chargers, and all of these cars. All right, Challengers. You know who's on, who going to be there. Ninjas. <laughs> Low lives. Drug dealers. All right, so don't go to the late night meet and don't be carrying your heat. So this Kaylee had to learn the hard way. Uh, she probably has a black boyfriend or something like that. He was not present at the scene, but there she is right there. And these ninjas are standing around watching her shit get taken. Yep, there it goes. Bye-bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye to the scat pack. All right. That probably was a man throttling them, hitting them skins too. And it's gone. What city is that? What city do you think that is? <laughs> Hellcats. Yeah, it's going to be there. That's Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> All right. Watch out for the night car meets in Birmingham. Because you know what's about to happen. The SS Impalas. Yep. You know they're going to be there. But hey, anywhere... Anytime I have a car meet, I try to own, I try, just so you guys know, I try to go to only exotic car, car meets. So I want to go where there's Lamborghinis, Ferraris, and Porsche. So when I go there, my shit don't stand out. But what happens is you'll go to an open car meet and your car stands out because there's like scat packs and Impalas and shit like that. <laughs> right. And then I'm over there and there's only three Porsches. Well, I'm sticking out like a sore thumb. And you know what's going to happen. They just waiting to catch you slipping. <laughs> I'm like, nah, you ain't going to catch me slipping. I want to go somewhere where I'm going in there. Yeah, so I'm not just going to anybody's car meet. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Especially if I'm rolling solo. All right, anyway, people attach that to Birmingham, Alabama. That's cold. Somebody said it is Birmingham. He's confirming uh, there's no, I'm looking at the plates here. There's no plates. Oh, I see what happened. Somebody already censored out the plates, the license plates. So we can't tell by the license plates, but let me see. Uh, yeah. Oh, damn. This dude actually hit another person's car, man. Okay. Somebody said it's Birmingham. Shout out to Birmingham, Alabama. You guys are causing a ruckus here. All right. Let's take it to the next dragon. So they go, let's look at me in 35 years. 35 years, maybe 40 years with my Filipina nurse um, or my Colombian nurse. Let's take a look, man. Listen, this is going to be a part of my life. So take a look right here. Uh, my Colombian nurse has decided to escort me. That escort me and do me run some errands. I'm running errands. Oh, it looks like. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, she is falling in love with me, but I don't know what really is going on here. Um, I think she's playing games on me. Why you want to play your games on me? <laughs> Why you want to play your games on me? She loves me too. She told me she loved me long time. 
And uh, she takes care of me at night, too. She does leave me in my bed soggy when I piss myself on the bed. But she loves me. She come check on me every 12 hours. And uh, she helps me go run some errands. So uh, I want to shout her out. Shout her out. And, um, you know, when I take money out my ATM, I let her see the PIN number. Yes. I definitely let her see the PIN number. <laughs> um, and sometimes my wallet goes missing. And sometimes she brings me funny tasting applesauce and Gatorade. But she loved me. She loved me a long time. She loved me a long time. Somebody says she's swole. Hey, man, but she's my nurse, you know? She loved me, too. <laughs> this is what happens when you're 80 years old. 80 years old, man. She like, yeah, press that number right there. 500. 500. She takes out $500 at a time. But she loved me, though. I Listen, you said coach won't settle down. Coach will settle down. That going to be the love of my life right there. She like, take it out right there, right there. Pr- press that button. Get him, daddy. Yeah, daddy in there. Oh, he getting a little handheld. All right. Now, next trip, we're going to get my Viagra. Okay, daddy. All right. My Cialis pills. We're going to get our pills. This ninja going to drop dead. All right. Wow, man. Boy, she running a game on that ninja. Boy, look at that. My man, She put, he putting in the code. She over there looking over his shoulder. He trying to hide it, too. He like, I ain't going to let this damn gold digging bitch get my number. <laughs> what a cold, cold world for old Ben. All right, let's get to the contributors to the day show. That was Straggle and Sniggle. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. We got almost 2,000 people watching me on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. What are the numbers here? We got 232 on the Notorious CGA channel. And we also have people on Rumble and Fakebook.com. And I think there's five places that I'm streaming today. No, nothing no, nothing on Twitch, nothing on Kick. I might be streaming somewhere else. Oh, I should be streaming on Twitter. What am I doing? Slipping. Anyway, hit the like button and, uh, and uh, all of that business and all of that jazz. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description box below. Young nigga got a fetish for success if I ain't next and I just leave him pressure. Next to rain on the window pane, puffin' plain Jane. Let him second guess me when I cop the Porsche with the porcelain skin. Whip the wheels at the... There's a masculinity crisis overseas, and it's headed our way. In fact, it's already here. Unfortunately, most young men today have grown up without a masculine figure in their lives and have been given poor guidance about their own manhood. There is hope, but it may be our very last chance. The next generation of men are depending on you to pass this information on to them for their own survival. Get it now. Unapologetically masculine. ultimate men's game for life available at my website or teachable.com all right ladies and gentlemen boy those breaks really help (laughs) those breaks really help and they help lose about 50 people who have a low attention spans all right but shout out to the coach gang do me a favor hit the like button let's get to the contributors to today's show all right let me change that heading real quick all the contributors to today's show appreciate y'all for being here we got Stragglers Nickel Theater. Nope. 
We got our brother Jermaine. Jermaine, what are you up to today, brother? What is Jermaine doing? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right, Jermaine says, I'm trying to take a break, and this chick is not getting the message. What the hell, bro? He says, happy Gordita Tuesday. Coach gang, hit me with that Reverend X. All right, some of these clips I don't have anymore, so uh, you got to be patient with me with the uh, Reverend X clips and all of that stuff. But, but. Let's talk about this. You're trying to take a break from a woman, and she's not getting the point. Are you still hitting that bottom? <laughs> My man's still hitting that bottom. He's still hitting the bottom, and he's like, let's take a break. And she's like, no, I'm coming over tomorrow. And then you're like, okay, you clap them cheeks again. All right. And then you say, you bust, roar, and you say, I want to take a break. She says, okay, tomorrow, come over. Can I come over again? All right, so Jermaine. Jermaine, stop hitting them skins, please. Stop boning her. Stop hitting that bottom. That's the one thing you have to do. If you want to break, cut them off. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Jermaine want to still bust nuts in them and then take a break. All right. <laughs> all right. Can we take a break now? And she leaking, laying on your bed. Yeah. And it's all Jermaine's fault. <laughs> it's always Jermaine's fault. All right. Shout out to you. Who do we got here next? Catfish A says, one grain of sticky jasmine rice for you. Thank you, coach. I appreciate you. We got the sticky jasmine rice, and they love it. Shout out to X Largo Sauce God. He says, LOL, stop with the cow king misinformation. What? That ain't no misinformation. We got the cow king bed on here. All right, cow king. I'll be spread out long ways. All right, cow king beds are the best. All right, so, uh, and they're expensive. All right, shout out to Ray Allen. Thanks, coach. Lease, don't buy. Lease, don't buy. Absolutely. Azriel says, yo, fire. Uh, yo, fire show, coach. He says, yo, coach, fire. Fire emoji shows. Thank you, brother. We're doubling up. The nature boy says, hey, coach, you were right. Every woman thinks she deserves a rich man. All right? Ah, an insanely rich guy. Cody Draper says, why do women use or file lawsuits as the new divorce, I think, is wrong. Um, there's an interesting conversation to be had with that one. Why do women use file lawsuits as the new divorce, I think, is wrong? I'm not sure where that sentence begins or ends. But, yes, they use lawsuits. Guys, women are always going to try to get the money. All right? It's always about the money. They're always in business. You're in love. They're in business. Men are in love. Women are in business. Or men are at least in lust. And women are in business. So if they can't get it through marriage and child support, they're going to get it through lawsuits. That's the next only thing available. And the, the more marriages, the, well, the less marriages that are had, the more lawsuits that will be filed. Pure Bama TV, what's up, coach? I'm waiting on that Medellin content. Shout out to you. Enjoy. Did you go to Medellin? I know you were in the Dominican Republic at one point. Azriel says, coach, I follow you on Twitter. And, um... Let me see here. Can you get some dap up Rory? Kane Corso. What? He says, I'm OG triple OG for life. I don't know what that means, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> Can bro get some dap up Rory? Kane, what is going on here? <laughs> Hold on for a second. What that mean? Is that like you want me to follow you back? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm OG, triple OG, triple OG. Hold up. 
What that mean? I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. All right, Candace. Candace says, shout out to you, coach. Just passed my boards on my birthday a month ago. He says, thank you for being the best edutainment here on YouTube while I was studying. Now I'm resting and catching up on the Money Mindset streams. Appreciate what you do. Shout out to you, sister. Sister. And congratulations for you passing your boards. The Workday Show. Bronny James just suffered a cardiac arrest at practice. I wonder why. Yeah, he says, they will never let us, they will never let or tell us it's because of the poke. And it should be part of the conversation now. But it's funny they don't want to talk about it. No, it's not. And they, how long, but actually predicted that they were going to do that. I said that. And guys, we're not even a year or two, we're not even two years outside of when you would think the side effects would kick in. Remember, most things, trials happen for five years before they even release it to the market. We haven't even been two years, two years out. All right. Um, much of the, any side effects can't even be seen or felt. And uh, actually heard from a woman, she was like 21. She's a sister of a junior college girl that I uh, see from time to time. And even her sister was like, no, um, I would have got the side effects immediately. I'm like, you moron. <laughs> side effects are not always immediate. So uh, the conversation needs to be had, but they're never going to have. I, I And I predicted this would happen in 2020. I wasn't the only one. But what happens is, this conversation is, what happens is, People have a sense of they don't want to be the contributing factor to their to an error. Error, like it's like a, you don't want to hold yourself accountable. Um, and I had this conversation, a deep conversation with a physician who got his parents the poke, and he said his father was um, his father was in his eighties, very healthy, never any problems, and then he got the poke, and then he said his health collapsed. Now. This is just a one-off, but he acknowledged that. That's when he saw the hell fall off. Now, I asked him. I asked him straight up because I was blunt. I said, listen, do you think, because he was the one that took the parent and the father started to, his, he lost his health like rapidly. And I said, doc, because he's, um, he's, I trained his kids, so we're close. It wasn't just a physician that I know. I mean, that I met. I've known his family. I know everybody in his family his wife, his kids, I know all of his family. I said, do you think that X, Y, and Z, it could have been from that? And he was like, I don't want, I don't want to believe that that's the case. He said, because I couldn't live with myself. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. People are going to have that. Just like when women get pregnant, young women get pregnant, they, they're in denial. You catch an STI, you're in denial. As a man, a woman calls you, hey, I'm pregnant. You're in denial. You just hope it goes away. You never want to say, damn, okay, I did it. Let me step up. You just hope that tomorrow you wake up and it ain't, it ain't real. And then you just say, well, I haven't heard, any, heard anything about it, so it's not real. That's what humanity has. And I called it. I said, human beings are going to have this scenario where they will never admit they were the one that did themselves in. They will never be the one that says, I did this to myself. And so they'll just push it off to everything. They'll just be like, nah, nah, nah. It's this, this, that. Perhaps I got the flu. Uh, it's just something. Maybe I already had it. Maybe it was uh, I, I inherited from a family member. They're just going to keep kicking that can. <laughs> I'm like, but I said, yeah, ignorance. Of I said that that's what they're going to, what's going to happen. So instead of people saying, yo, 
because they can't hold anybody accountable. You gave up that right. So it's just you. It's on you. Yes, indeed. And people are going to go. And that's you. They're going to be like, nah, well, maybe, maybe, maybe it was, well, maybe, well, maybe, well, maybe it's just a one-off. And I said, they'll never accept that fact. Um, It's just human nature. And I said, watch, I said, watch, people are going to do this for the next 10 to 20 years. And I'm like, well, maybe it was this. Maybe it was the microwaves. Maybe it was Harpo, Harp. Maybe it was, uh, maybe it was the, uh, the eggs. Something was in the eggs. Maybe it was because I inherited something. Maybe they're just going to keep, kick the can. <laughs> mm. All right. But we got to acknowledge, man, we don't need young LeBron James, Bronny James collapsing. He probably doesn't have a history of this. We need to know what's up. All right, maybe he had some Molly or something last night. Who knows? But the conversation, as long as the conversation doesn't get, if you don't open up the conversation, all right, you're, you're telling me you're hiding something. All right, where are we at here? Dual Ling Grams, I think I got it right, says got here late, so I rewound and heard Jorge Hector and Little Puppet and such, and I'm dead. Shout out to you, brother. Out here, Jorge. Wait, that's not it. Right here, it's here. Yeah, maybe it's aliens and 5G. They can just go and kick the can down the road. Shout out to Clarence Gaskin. Gaston. What's up, coach? My friend's wife moved back in with their kids. He says, now it's seven more people living in its house. Listen to the coach. Stay away from single mothers. Shout out to all the redheads at Brigham Young University. Oh, a weakness. So... Your friend's wife moved back in. Wait, your friend's wife, kids. My friend's wife, kids moved back in. All right, so I not your friend's wife. Your friend's wife's kids moved back in. With their kids now at seven. So, man, I don't know. How many kids did she have? She had that. And where did they come from? That's interesting. Here's the thing about the single mother conversation. The single mother conversation. Don't delete MDZ's uh, super chat. Because it's in all caps. The thing about the, the most dangerous thing about the single mother conversation, and this conversation is mostly for men, as uh, Dr. Thunder acknowledged one time, the conversations about not dating single mother is not necessarily for older men, meaning not men in their 30s or 40s. It's an option for you. You can avoid it. You can take it on. It's really for young men, like 20, 25, and 28 and 30. Like, there's no need for you to do this. You can, you can have your own family. You can decide not to have a family. Like, don't feel pressured in your early 20s and 30s to have a, a, a take on a baby uh, that you, you don't have time. Like, I, I, there's an Instagram video that I was going to um, show you. I'm not ready for it here, but let me see here. Let me see if I can find it. Don't feel that you have to settle for a young single mother. So the conversation really is for older men. Now, the, here's the danger for that men don't see for single mothers. And uh, let's see if I can find that video. Maybe I didn't save it. Of course, I didn't save it. This is a damn shame. All right, so anyway, it was a young guy who, it looks like the video basically was the woman saying, hey, this guy stepped up. I told him I was pregnant and he's still dating me. And the young guy's in the delivery room and he's taking care of the baby, staying up late, feeding it. And he doesn't look more than 22 years old. For those guys, don't avoid, uh, don't date single mothers at all. Now, the danger about single mothers is that those kids possibly are never going to leave the nest. 
So you date a single mother. The kids are like 13. You're like, okay, in five years, they're going to leave the nest and we'll be together forever. All right. Where however the youngest kid is, you think they're going to leave and you're going to be able to enjoy time with your wife. I'm here to tell you, if you marry a single mother, them kids ain't leaving. Not at 18, not at 21. And if they do leave, they coming back. They have a codependent relationship. More than likely, they're not going to college. They ain't going to get a job. They're not moving out. So you're not getting rid of them at the mythical age of 18 adulthood. They're just going to be there and they're going to be there until you kick them out or you guys knife each other up or whatever it is. That is the danger. They're going to come back. And so this situation, it looks like the kids moved back in and he married a single mother and then they had their own kids. And now the kids have come back. Dude, I, I'm telling you, I'm not. Yeah, uh, it was on the New York Post. Okay, I'll try to look it up. I'll try to look it up. I'm telling you, I refuse to be in my 50s and 60s raising step-grandkids because that's what you're going to do. Because they're going to move back and they be smoking weed, staying up late 2 and 3 in the morning, stealing your money from your stash, inviting straggles and sniggles into your house, having parties in the garage in the backyard, having pregnancies, getting, be getting beat up by their Tyrone boyfriend, uh, uh, dropping babies and two... <laughs> Hell no. I will never raise step-grandkids. I will never be a step-grandfather. I will never have a grandchild in my house that is not from my blood lineage. There's no way. But guys do it all the time. All right. Shout out to MDZ says self-destruction. Your head of felt self-destruction. And Joseph L says paying tuition coach. Thank you, man. And we got a couple on the cash app and I'm going to proceed to rock the mic. Jones G says CGA light years ahead of the rest. Respect. Catch up with me. Juju says, uh, for money towards baby making funds, cause she thick. And if that one thick girl came to my crib, it'd be a wrap. Shout out to Mr. McCargo says, just put cams in my Mustang. Chop, chop, chop. My man having going crazy out there. Cam is back in the building. Thank you, brother. Speaking of cams. And DG Seymour says, for the Cuban coffee coach, wake my punk ass up. Juan Primera says, happy to hear your troubles almost over. You deserve it. And I will give you guys an update, maybe, maybe on the member stream on locals of what's going on. But tomorrow, it's going to be an interesting day. Should be, should be, unless something changes on the calendar. Anyway, I'll know where things stand. Let's go to in the news, all right, in the news. And this is your boy, Barack Obama. Former President Barack Obama, is he in trouble? A little bit of a mystery out here. All right, let's take you to the scene of the crime right there. Barack Obama's personal chef drowns near family home. Family's home. Let me do it again. Obama's personal chef drowns near family's home on Martha's Vineyard. All right, I knew I could get it right. But this is interesting, wouldn't you say? This is very interesting. New, 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 new world order. And um, taking a look at the chef, I'm getting my spidey senses are tingling. <laughs> All right. He definitely looks a little happy, doesn't he? 
Definitely looks like butterflies in the sky type shit. Now, I'm not trying to insinuate anything just at all. New, 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 new world order. All right. Um, conspicuous by his absence would be the president and his family. I don't think they were on the property or were they? I don't know. You big dummy. But let's read the article. <laughs> his name is. It says former President Obama's personal chef has drowned near the family's home on Martha's Vineyard. Of course, the Massachusetts Police Department, uh, state police confirmed that the paddleboarder, whose body was recovered from Egerton Town, Great Pond on Monday, was Tafari Campbell. Tafari Campbell, age 45, of Dumfries, Virginia. Campbell was employed by the Obamas and was visiting Martha's Vineyard. Visiting. New, 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 new world order. Oh, um, maybe he was catching up with good friends. They were friends. Uh, what was the visit about? Anyone? Um, I don't know. I'm not insinuating anything going on here. Uh, I wonder why he was visiting the uh, place here. He just was the chef. Maybe they were good friends. Maybe they were good friends. I don't know. I'm not trying to insinuate anything here. But uh, certain laws did come to effect when the Obamas were in. That goes without stated. Uh, I'm not making any connection here. In a statement, the former president and his wife, Michelle Obama, called Campbell a beloved part of our family. Interesting. Wait a minute. Who are you? Oh. When we first met him, he was a talented sous chef at the White House, creative and passionate about food and its ability to bring people together, the couple said. In the years that followed, we got to know him as a warm, fun, extraordinarily kind person who made all of our lives a little bit better. To wrap you in. My warm embrace, <laughs> and I make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. Okay, all right. Um, let's hear the rest. Quote: That's why when we were getting ready to leave the White House, we asked Tafari to stay with us. New, 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 new world order. And he generally generously agreed. He's been a part of our lives ever since. And our hearts are broken that he's gone. Okay, the search for the missing paddleboarder started Sunday after reports from a fellow paddleboarder that he had struggled on the surface, went under, and didn't resurface. Interesting. The search was paused late Sunday. But on Monday, state police said sonar from a boat located the body about 100 feet from the shore at a depth of about eight feet, Campbell was not wearing a life jacket. Damn. The Obama said Campbell is survived by his wife and their twin boys. So there's no funny business here. Ladies and gentlemen, get new, your tinfoil. Get your tinfoil hats off. He had a wife and two kids. All right. Guys, wear your life jacket, guys. Wear your life vest. I know a lot of people think they're too cool for school. Uh, some of y'all ninjas can't swim at all. Uh, which is okay, you know what I mean? It is what it is. Teach your kids to swim. and um, But, um, you know what I mean? I know you want to go out there and take pictures for your Instagram and shit like that, but uh, sometimes the weather gets rough. Sometimes your tiny ship gets tossed. 
And if it wasn't for the courage of the fearless crew, you ninjas would be lost. And if your ship touched down on the shore of this um, entire desert isle, there would be no Gilligan, no Skipper 2, no millionaire or his wife, no movie star, no... <laughs> All right, anyway, let's, let's get back to this shit. No professor, no Marianne, nothing. All right, no nothing. So where, where your life best? So his Sally got tossed, and the millionaire and his wife said he was a part of the family. So new, 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 new world order. All right. So listen, get your life vest on. Life vest, life vest saves lives. And uh, I know sometimes you don't need it. It's a nice sunny day, and you're like, I got this. But if you're somehow unsure. It's better safe than sorry. All right, anyway. Anyway, let's get to the next part of the show here. Apparently, this happened to me recently. I just told you about this. Apparently in Florida, a Florida Chipotle goes viral after an employee is accused of sleeping with multiple customers' husband. Now, I did tell you that I had a unique experience at a Chipotle recently. Um, this flat back to Latina was pressing me giving me all kinds of discounts. My son was like, dad, she wanted to grab ankles, essentially. And uh, what happened was this young woman was in her early 20s, maybe barely 20, and she was giving me all the choosing signals. Even my son was like, yeah, but probably because I pulled up in the 9-11. But soon as that came out, I told you about that story about a week ago, but here we go. Florida Chipotle woman going viral, I'm sorry, going viral. And it says right here, there's Yelp reviews saying that uh, there's a woman in the store that's giving up the cheeks. According to Yahoo, a Chipotle location in Fort Myers, Florida, is going viral after several Yelp reviewers alleged a woman known as Lucy slept with their husband. A June 15 review by Jessica F. from Cape, Con Cape Coral, who cautioned married women from visiting the location. Quote, don't send your husbands here to pick up Chipotle. Next thing you know, Lucy is going to seduce them into sleeping with her like she has multiple married men. Now, the funny thing is, how does she know that? How does she know that? And how do you know it's most, multiple? But uh, I guess, you know what I mean? When you ask for certain ingredients, you get certain things at the Chipotle. Now you ninjas is going to go to Chipotle trying to find Lucy. I'm sure that's going to be... Juicy Lucy in the background giving up the poom poom, the peace leave at the Chipotle. If you ask for extra meat, perhaps some beans or whatever, she'll say, I like extra meat too. And then you know it's on like Donkey Kong. All right. Now you know what time it is. So I wouldn't suggest you do this. Stay easy. It's never easy being cheesy. All right. So who else do we got in the news? Passport Bros and Andrew Tate on. Notice, and this guy right here, a man who bragged about marrying a Colombian woman he took on vacation for a first date, charged with deletion. All right. All right, let's take a look at the story. And of course, they blame Andrew Tate, misogyny, and the passport bros. All right, for this one. Uh, let's see here. It says right here. Uh, let's take a look at the photos. First of all, there it is right there. Just so you can see, this is, uh, is this his P-Train is his name. And there he is. 
It says right here, invited a Colombian woman on vacation without meeting her first. Now we're getting married. All right, man. Damn. You big dummy. All right. And so right here, it says right here, the user who posted this is now charged with deleting the woman in question. Jeez. All right, and so how does the Passport Bros and Andrew Tate fit into this? Well, it doesn't. It's just a random act. But let's go ahead and read it. Baller alert. Man who bragged about marrying a Colombian woman he took on vacation for first date is charged with her deletion. A man remains behind bars for allegedly deleting his girlfriend and dumping her remains in Bogota, Colombia. All right. Wait, this is not the right chaps. This, well, hold on for a second. It says right here, John... Paulos, age 35, was charged with the alleged deletion of his girlfriend, Colombian DJ, Valentina, and I cannot pronounce his last name, but it begins with a T, according to the Daily Mail. Authorities say the incident occurred on January 22nd, just one month after the couple celebrated their impending marriage on Twitter. Twitter users resurfaced the story earlier this week after some users found out, uh, found old tweets from Paulos including one where he posted a picture of him and the woman in question, along with the caption, invited a Colombian woman on vacation without meeting her first. We're getting married. He is also accused of subscribing. And I'm going to put it up here on the screen just so you can see here. I'm not exaggerating. They're blaming this. Now, let me just tell you, I've been blamed for similar. I've been blamed for similar. Uh, There was a police officer, the New York Post tried to blame me for some police officer guy who deleted his wife and his daughter. Well, I didn't do it. All right. I had nothing to do with it. And some of my rival content creators tried to run with the story as well, but you can probably accuse me. I'm saying that they don't have any, uh, any connection. He's also accused of subscribing to Andrew Tate's misogynist ideology and was connected to the quote passport bros, which is a trend of men who frequently travel abroad to date foreign women to read the rest of the log log on to this particular website so as you can see one random act here's the funny thing here's the funny thing what about the men who get poisoned over there (laughs) nobody talks about those stories of course nobody tries to make the connection but uh now since he's done an act against a woman over there they're trying to connect it to the rest of men who follow Andrew Tate or subscribe to the Passport Bros and stuff like that. Anything to throw a little bit of shade on the situation there. So um, I don't know if he actually subscribed to them. Are they making that up? Who knows? Could it be the blog that's making that up? We don't have any details of this. Who could possibly be making it up? Yeah, straight up propaganda. All right, I don't I don't know. How, how would you have a connection to this? Just because he's a guy, just because he's traveling over there? Who knows? Who knows? They didn't even know that these tweets existed. Uh, maybe on his Twitter. What is this? Fate? Yeah, this looks like Twitter. Maybe on his Twitter, he's posted certain things, reposted it. I have no idea. Maybe you guys can do a little bit of deep dive and investigation on that. All right. What do we got coming up next? What do we got coming up next? Let's see here. Oh, OnlyFans. All right. OnlyFans. All right. Apparently, Joe Rogan, uh-huh. Joe Rogan's podcast has released the top earners for OnlyFans. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah, you guys better buckle your seatbelt. Y'all ready for this? Buckle your seatbelt. Joe Rogan's podcast. Shout out to him. Feel free to invite me anytime. I don't check my DMs, so there's probably an invite in there from months ago. 
Sorry, I don't stay on top of my things here. My assistant, my Filipina assistant will get back. Joe Rogan releases the top OnlyFans earners. Who do you think is the top early OnlyFans earner? Let's see if you guys can guess. Yeah, let's see if you guys can guess. And if you know who the top earner is, how much is their top earner? All right, some people already saw this. Some people already saw this. I was kind of surprised at who the top earner was as well. Now, if you know the top earner, how much do you think the top earner made in their, I think it was their top month. I don't think it's the, I don't think it's what they make per month. I think they're taking the top earning for uh, all time earning for a month. Who do you think it is? I don't know, man. We got some people who know and we'll reveal it here. How much do you think is the top earning? Like what dollar amount? What dollar amount? What do you think? All right, people saying 50 million in a month, 8 million in a month, 20 million a month. All right, we'll get to it here. Let's go ahead and do it here. The the top earning OnlyFans artist is Who's the most m- the biggest earner on OnlyFans? I don't know. That's Black a good China. Black China. What? 20 million dollars a month. 20 million dollars a month for Black China. Now that one threw me off. This one says According to Joe Rogan, we're just going to use Joe Rogan. You can do your own research. This person says $20 million a month for Black China. I don't know why in the hell. Well, I don't even know. I'm not even interested in Black China. Right? I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even look at a free picture of Black China. People are saying $100 million a month. I wouldn't even look at a free picture of Black China. I, can, I have a hard time even just looking at this photo. But for some reason, I don't know what she's doing over there. She's doing it. Here we go. <gasps> what did you say? Mm-hmm. Do you understand how much money that is? Hold on a second. Can I see a picture of her? Hold, hold, hold on a second. These women make so much money. That's so much money. I know. I'm telling you, they make... It's insane how much money these women make. How is that possible? So everyone on this list is uh, like the top 15 earners on there. They're all celebrities, but they maybe made that amount one time. In a- all right, so let's look at the list. And we don't know when this piece of uh, content was produced. Let's go ahead and scroll in. They have it in pounds, so bear with us. Um, if you guys have new data, I'm concerned for you, <laughs> right? But they said Black China. Um, this is in pounds, meaning British pounds, so I don't know what the conversion is. Bella Thorne comes in second, Cardi B in third, Tyga in fourth, Mia Khalifa fifth, Erica Mina, uh, and it goes down. Pia Mia, never heard of the, many of these people. Safari Samuels, Megan Hansen. Casanova, I don't know when this list is produced. All right, so let's just let's just use it for content. I know people are like, I know the updated list. Okay, shut up. Oh, hold on for a second. Who's the most? All right, I messed it up. Ninjas know the updated list. Why you why you know the updated list? Because I don't see certain people on there. Bella Thorne, What's the biggest earner on OnlyFans. I don't know. That's Black a good- China. Black. What? Twenty million dollars a month. <gasps> What did you say? Mm-hmm. Do you understand how much money that is? Hold on a second. Can I see a picture of her? Hold, hold, hold on a second. These women make so much money. That's so much money. I know. I'm telling you, they make... It's insane how much money these women make. How is that possible? So everyone on this list is uh, like the top 15 earners on there. They're all celebrities, but they maybe made that amount one time in a month. And then oh, something changed with all of their accounts, it seems like. Now, uh, yeah, I have Belle Delph- Delphine somewhere down the line. Um, Megan, some of these people I don't know. Casanova, Chloe, I don't know some of these people. I don't see, I don't see Cash Me Outside Girl on here. 
We know she did well. Uh, the list does look like it's not up to date because Alexis Texas is on there. Ruby Rose. Like these are some people I wouldn't even look at their free pictures, meaning like I would not even Google their free account. So, oh, there's Bella Thorne there at the top. But I wouldn't even look at their free pictures. But let's just talk about this. Oh, I see the OnlyFans subscribers there. So there's a different, okay, OnlyFans earners, OnlyFans subscribers. All right, so I see it going on there. All right, but nonetheless, just taking this into account, these people are making a lot of money. All right, they're making a lot of money, and a lot of people are joining and subscribing them. Nonetheless, whoever's the new people on the top, it's irrelevant in the conversation here. But on the Joe Rogan's podcast, this is the data. Uh, what is Tyga and Safari Samuels doing on OnlyFans? That's what I want to know. What are they doing? Are they recording prawn? Tyga? Somebody update me on this one, all right? Because there's two males in the top 10. Safari Samuels. Are they recording prawn? Ninja, I need the OnlyFans now. I'm getting on OnlyFans, bro. I'm about to collapse the junior college. Then we're going to see CGA Junior College on there. I'm going to be... I'm about to go make some money. What? Man, I'm about to be boogie nights up in there. Boogie nights. Shit, I ain't got no pride. Ninja be right up in there. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to make some money too. Y'all making what? What are they doing? What are the men doing over there? Are they clapping cheeks? I'm in. <laughs> All right, I'll be like, hey, uh, this is my side job now for my live streams. I'll be recording content all week. The hell? No mask on or nothing. Tiger smashing chicks? What the hell? Man, I'm really out of the loop. Oh, he deleted it. Okay, what's going on, man? That's crazy, yo. I need to be on only. Matter of fact, I do have an OnlyFans account. I do have an OnlyFans account. And uh, if you know, you know why. Because I have to join these accounts. Anytime there's a new platform, I have to get my name or somebody else steals my name every time. So when OnlyFans started opening up um, and they were going, remember it was going to go away. Donald Trump was going to get rid of it. And then all of a sudden they were like, no, it's going to stay. I went over there and made my name. <laughs> I was like, let me get my name before they have a midget come in with a bald head and they strap on a gray beard and be clapping big uh, Mastodon cheeks. And y'all be saying it's CGA, making money off my name. Hey, y'all ain't going to do that. Y'all be like, I got Coach Greg Adams only fan. I'll be looking, and it's a midget coming in with short arms with a big old fat, thick thigh white girl just <laughs> and like CGA over there. Oh, wait, hold up. Not I. <laughs> hey, are we doing this? Hey, I feel I feel a little bit of a grip coming in. Yo, we doing this only fans now? Tiger? Tiger? All right. Hey, I'll try to do it. <laughs> Hey, y'all ninjas don't have to join. Ladies, come on over. <laughs> it's part of the 52-point program. Hey, man, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chilling now. Ninjas, man, society going to hell. All right, uh, let's get into the contributions to today's show. Society going to Hades. It's over. We're inside of, hey, man, I, I'm not a religious man, but if I'm thinking God going to wipe the world off at some particular point. God is not playing with y'all. Y'all playing games with the Lord now. Okay, they don't want to verify me over here. What is going on, man? Get, get, what is this? Okay, I can't even get into my, 
PayPal. Y'all playing games with the Lord now. The Lord's wrath is coming down on you ninjas and you women, you skeezers. <laughs> but I'm in, by the way. Uh, shout out to Leonard. He says, used to respect people like Neil DeGrasse Tyson growing up. He said he wants to educate everyone, but caved in and sold out. Your edutainment approach is far reaching and efficient. And as cheesy as this sounds, coach is a modern day hero. The battlefield is in the mind and you are keeping multiple generations well prepared. And I'm trying to protect you. There's only a few of us that's going to win. There's only a few of us that's going to win. Uh, the rest of the people going to lose and fall in line. Sell they soul. I almost sold out to OnlyFans a few minutes ago, but I'm still here. <laughs> All right. All right. But no, man, uh, a lot of people are going to fall. A lot of people are going to become, hey, the, the biggest sign that I know people are going to go for it is they're becoming lazy. They're becoming malcontents. They're becoming, um, they're becoming desperate as uh, to try to place blame on the reason they can't be who they need to be in this world, right? Um, so that is a sign that we're headed backwards in terms of our society. Like we have too many people that are making an excuse as to why they can't get their fat ass up and do things and be productive. Gen Z quiet quitting. Gen Z women not wanting to work no more. Gen Z women whoring themselves out. Gen X parents failing and becoming absolute enablers. Um, the boomers cashing it in when the boomer remover showed up in 2020. All right, they checked out completely. Went running scared. Voting in Joe Biden was another one. Waiting on the student loan reparations, reparations in general. I mean, this is a classic sign of a decaying society. Fundamentally, we're gone. Mm. And now all that, all that does is open up the corruption for the politicians. All right. And anytime the corruption is running rampant politically, that's the beginning of the end of the current state of where we stand. I mean, every civilization that has col collapsed, the corruption was rampant. All right. Now, doesn't mean you won't be existing anymore. There's plenty of places that have mass corruption that exist, but you have high poverty, crime. All right. People aren't safe. You have people that are just sit around all day doing nothing. Nothing's coming their way. You have universal basic income. The government feeds them very barely, uh, very barely anything. These ninjas take it. Proof. Be told you guys took all of that PPP loan and unemployment and you didn't need it. Instead of taking your punk ass to work, you sat back eating Cheez-Its, watching true crime episodes, Netflix, and binge watching, and now you don't want to work no more. I told people that that was going to happen. Then they took away the unemployment. They took away the PBP. They took away all that shit now. They took away the child tax credit, and now y'all sitting around complaining about what y'all don't have because the government ain't paying X, Y, and Z. It's a classic strategy on how to decay a society and get them under control, but y'all don't want to hear that shit. New, 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 new world order. Y'all want to hear that. Y'all want to just say, oh, I need this, I need that. And you ain't doing a damn thing. Just me on my soapbox. But uh, yeah, I told you this society was coming, yeah. De-evolution. The link is in the description box below. De-evolution. I told you this was coming. Well, before the virus came. Shout out to no government name. Says, wife ain't giving me no punani in months. We got two younger kids under three years old. Getting little sleep. And all I do is invest money, energy, attention, and time. Married men pay the most and get the least sex. He says, I'm one pair of thick junior college thighs away from throwing it all away. He says, I'm starving out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Give me the buzzer. 
poor married guy. Poor married guy. Listen, guys, married marry men, uh, women that are in marriages. If you're in marriages and you're not treating your man well and um, emptying his ball sack, forget it. What a horrible deal. As I told you, the biggest prostitution that's going on out here is marriage. And it's not even close. The biggest tricks out here is marriage. Because when you call a man a trick, that implies that there's deception. There must be deception present in a trick. So if I'm giving a girl and I would say, my, this girl loves me and I'm just giving her a lot of money, that's deception. But if there's no love or there's a little bit just an emotional attachment, attachment for a couple of minutes, that's not tricking. Marriage is high-level tricking, right? That's tricking to the fullest because the trick is you're going to pay and you, you think you're going to get something, but the trick is you're getting nothing or you're getting very little. You're getting very little. Somebody says, I'm in the same nightmare. Good Lord, out here, brother. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Yo, I've been married before. The gifted gab show says the best kind of game that a man can run is the game of using his time wisely. Coming from a game ninja, he says if a man isn't proficient at handling his business of himself, then he shouldn't risk it all for any woman. Keep going, coach. Like, you guys got to understand the power of the word no. The power of the word no. What people tend to do is, you know, opportunities present themselves. And then what you'll do is you'll put your shit on the back burner trying to please somebody else. And what are you getting from it? Not much. So opportunity comes up. woman. Uh, you know, social opportunity, and you'll be like, all right, I'll just do it. And you'll give up valuable time that you could have used that actually you could have tra- transferred into something that, that had a return. And you guys got to use the word no and just move on with it, right? So your time is very critical out here. Last couple here. Brandon, let's go. Brandon says a 25-year-old female friend and I watching, were watching yesterday's Straggle and Sniggle Theater and we were both sniggling out of control. As soon as you ended it and started telling the tale of mid-20s modern females, she started doing a whole bunch of sign language, which is shame and so guilt and the need to be right, all calling you despicable, reprehensible, and absurd. You're completely right, CGA. Because I know what she's doing from 18 to 24, and she's in these streets. She didn't want to admit that. In these streets. He says, keep your head up, fellas, and don't take any of them serious. He says, don't take them serious out here. Take me out with the Mario delete sound. Yo. So she was having fun until I started holding her accountable. All right. And she was like, no, no. And also, dude, wait till I show you this video Dr. Thunder played today. Wait till I show you this video Dr. Thunder played today on the show. Go subscribe to his channel. Doctor, and that's spelled out. All right, but there are two Christian women. There are two Christian women that were talking about them being on the spectrum. When you see these two, they're two black Christian women. I think they're no older than, they're no older than 40 for sure. They might be mid-30s. They're talking about their high body counts. They're talking about how they was on the cock carousel. They're saying this. They're talking about how they had a uh, whole phase. And these are Christian women. They, they presented themselves as Christian women. Bruh, wait till I show you that. It's going to back up everything that I tell you. Everything. J. Cool said. What did J. Cool say? J. Cool says, uh, somebody's on my stream. What's going on with my stream over here? Do we have problems? We got a problem over here? J. 
Jay Cool says, uh, they are being foolish. I am loving the summer and the hot weather back in Christmas. It was below zero. And he says, we have five feet of snow in the blizzard. In that blizzard in western New York. Yeah, they always say that. They're always going to use the reason. Well, it's hot. It's hot. And it's the hottest summer of all times. <laughs> These people, man, they crazy as hell. All right, uh, let me see here. I think I got everybody over there. Let me check Venmo. Don't worry. I'm going to check it. And then we're going to get, I think we're close to the main event, to be honest with you. What time is it? An hour and 30 minutes? Oh, boy, we sniggling. Let's see here. Yeah, Christian's only on Sunday. Let me check Venmo. Uh, Chris says, I stay in great shape. Had to get the poke to keep my job. Three months later, got a tumor. Keep up the great work, coach. Definitely will be watching your sports show. Damn, brother. Shout out to you. There it is right there. And that's going to be the reality of it. Right? Listen, is it happening to all people? Well, it has to be happening to all people. No, only, you know, it doesn't happen to all people. It might happen to 10% of the people, but that's 10% too damn many. In my opinion, Craig Coleman says the Bush and the Clintons head chef drowned to coach. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Are you serious? New, 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 new world order. The Bush. And, oh, my Lord. Listen, hey, I didn't say nothing, Hillary. I said nothing. By the way, um, if you have situations where you might think that you're unsafe by talking about certain people that you believe or perceive to be in power. I want you to think long and hard about that. New, 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 new world order. Jones G, I appreciate you for being here. Okay, I got a couple more super chats, and we're going to be heading to the main event. This is going to be lengthy. So, Josh, uh, where we here? Josh L says paying tuition, coach. Tuition. Hodge says, coach, the list was from 2020. The top 1% of OnlyFans girl make, yeah, 99% of the money. Actually, we already talked about that um, as well. So, we were just talking about the top earners. All right, so yes, he's saying the top 25, the top 1% make 99% of the money and all of that stuff. So um, we heard that data. Who came up? Who That was some content creator shared that, and that shit had been going wildfire. By the way, she was, she was not accurate in talking about 2,500 a month, and that's what a person makes at Walmart. That was completely inaccurate. So don't run with it too much. I think there was some woman who came up with that. I saw, I, I saw the video went viral, and now everybody's quoting that video. I can't remember who it was, but it's, it wasn't accurate. <laughs> it wasn't accurate. The way they framed it wasn't accurate. Now, it's accurate that a lot of women don't make a lot of money on there, but let me just tell you. If a woman makes $2,500 a month on OnlyFans, do you understand that that's a lot of money, <laughs> right? If they make $200, trust me, I know people don't think so. I deal, with, I deal with young women out here. I'm in these streets. And I know young women. A 19-year-old woman that making $200 from OnlyFans, that's a big come up. That's a big come up. I know people don't understand that. You would be like, well, why would she do that? If they're 19, the job that they're working, they barely break even. They barely come in with an extra 200 bucks. An extra 250, they're going to do it. They going. They going. So we might use this to try to discourage the next girl from doing an OnlyFans, but a girl that's turning 18 going into 19, possibly 20, that can make 500 bucks on OnlyFans is going to do it. Shit, they'll rob you right now in doing it. They're going to do it. <laughs> you got to remember, at 19, if you had $250 in your pocket, in a month, you got a lot of money. 
for very for doing here's the thing for doing something for doing something that you are already doing you're, they're already taking the photos all of these things that they're posting they're already doing it on Instagram all they got to do is go the extra mile so they're already doing it it takes little effort they already want to play dress up they already want to wear makeup this is an excuse they already want to do their hair they're going to do it now, not all women, but that 250, that the data that we are now talking about, which sounds like the average girl on OnlyFans makes 180 a month. And um, you're going to think that's going to discourage them? Dude, a 19-year-old woman with an extra $600 in her pocket got money. <laughs> that is not going to discourage them. They're like, 180, you say? I'm going to do it. Right, bruh. For by the way, they're already doing all of these things. They're already doing it, so it's not like they're doing something like, okay, I got to do this and I got to do that. They already want to take pictures and videos of themselves. They already showing feed pictures, so that's not going to discourage them. It may sound ridiculous to us, and we can use that to throw back at them. But a nineteen-year-old that has five hundred dollars from this endeavor a month is going to do it, mm. with the hopes that maybe she can get the twenty-five hundred. 2500 for a 20-year-old woman is a come up. <laughs> That's, that woman has got a bag. All right, she like, what, $2,500? She's like, shit, are you serious? Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> $1,500 a month, $1,000 a month. They're going to do it. Not all, but that's not going to stop them. So uh, anyway, I just want you to know. <laughs> Yep, that's enough for weed and Hennessy. Trust me, dude, I'm seeing a lot. It's eye-opening. I'm doing this for research purposes only, just so you know, when I mess with these girls and get a little bit of a sample and help mentor them and put hands on hips and, you know, give guidance and fatherly advice and lay hands on them. I'm doing this for you guys. I'm doing this for you guys so I can bring back content to the show. So when I tell you, what they're telling me, and we're saying, yeah, you know, I wouldn't do that, you know, protect your morality. These girls don't get a damn, bro. They don't give a damn. They like, what, 200 bucks? I got it. As opposed to them standing as a hostess at a restaurant on their feet for three days a week for six hours a day, they're not going to do that. They're not about to do that. They're not about to do that, bro. They're like, uh-uh. I can take pictures of myself for the same come up. <laughs> All right, anyway, brother, I'm taking in one for the team. So we just got to understand and put things in perspective in our, in our economy right now. There's, there's women watching me right now, yeah. He says, I thought, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this sacrifice for the guys. I'm doing this sacrifice for the guys. And, you know. Somebody says $2,500 a month for a 19-year-old is a lot of money. Honestly, a 19-year-old, that might be life-changing money. Oh, life-changing. I I will guarantee you there's not a lot of men that make $2,500 a month that can clear $2,500 a month. Not many men are clearing $2,500 a month. All right, so that would make the 1%. that, That number makes the top 1%. But I'm for I'm for sure there's there's not many men their age, 19 or 20, clearing 2,500. 
at all. There's, there's not. She's, she's beating most men economically at that. So anyway, yeah. At 20, 26. At 26, 2,500. If she can clear 2,500, 2,000, 1,500, she's beating a lot of men. <laughs> all right. So anyway, uh, it might seem like it would be a waste of time, but I don't, I don't think they look at it that way. Where are we at here? It says right, so uh, ABL says, this guy's married that are making that. Yep, there's guys that are married making that. By the way, um, again, one young lady told me, she wasn't completely young. She said she's only making about $2,000 a month, and she has a partner, and he's making, let me, let me reframe the story. She said she, she had a job, and she says, I was balling. And then she said, I was making $3,000 a month. Not from OnlyFans. She had a job. She said, I was making $3,000 a month and I was bawling. She was just telling me this story last night. And I was looking at her like, I, had, I was like, what that mean? I was like, okay, go ahead. As they say, go on. And she says her partner was making less than her. And I was like, interesting. <laughs> so I don't know what the less was, but it was less than 3000 So then she lost the job. I can't remember why she lost it. And then she says she got started working other jobs. And she was saying, currently, she makes $2,000 a month. And they're kind of struggling because combined with the partner's income, it's not enough to keep them afloat as they previously were making. So I'm sitting there looking at this shit. I'm listening to this. And I'm going, holy shit. I'm sitting there going, holy shit. Like, wow, this is like. You know what I mean? Like they're barely treading water because they're, you know what I mean? At these incomes, this is the average American person's income in this mid twenties to late twenties age range. And I'm like, wow. Cause I'm like, rent gotta be like $1,500 at least closer to 1800. I'm sitting there like, oh my God, like this has gotta be a mess. This gotta be a mess. And so they were telling me she started going through her, she started her sob story. All right, they had to take out personal loans and shit like this, and cars got repossessed. It was sitting there like, yo. So watch this. Watch this. If they can make a little bit of money on OnlyFans, an extra 500 bucks on top of their job, on top of something else, that 500 bucks is going to get use. You see what I mean? So it's not going to discourage them, and a lot of women are making that decision like, I do what I got to do. An extra 180, an extra 500, an extra 1,000. That's going to go to good use. I don't think that discourages. So I think we have to have that honest conversation. It discourages some women. They're not going to do it. They're going to be like, nah, my pride is just too much. And they'll continue to flounder and, and struggle. <laughs> All right. And somebody said, what you do? Well, this is somebody of already. Anyway, I won't give you too much information. But let's just say, Get him, daddy. <laughs> uh, let's just say, okay, daddy, was not a problem. Extra money is being made out here, boy. It's rough out here. Shout out to Azriel says Island Boys over on OnlyFans doing the rainbow. Mm. Well, I don't want to talk about that, but again, this is the economy we live in. To where men are going to do this. 
It, we're, we're here, guys. We're here, and it's not going back. Ay, ay, ay. Mr. Antigrade says, oh, sorry, CGS Ghost says, did you hear about LeBron's son? Yep, I talked about it already. Appreciate you. Mr. Antigrade says, whatever y'all profession is, try to get a job with the Saudi organization. They're giving away money like cotton in a barrel. Also, they're going to have you picking cotton over there. Or grains of sand. I don't know what it is. But potentially, they're going to have you picking that. All right, so the Saudis are giving away mad um, um Mad money on football contracts, but also the World Wrestling Federation has been dipping into that Saudi money. The Middle East is ba- they're basically throwing bags at people, all right, and they're trying to get themselves relevant in sports. And uh, you know, I'm a little. Uh, they're also got the live LIV live golf as well. So they're making an impact, and they think the best way to do it is to infiltrate sports, and that's how you're going to gain control of the public bread and circus. So this is what they're doing, all right? As long as they can control uh, people, uh, people's mind and attention uh, through through uh, sports, they'll have a leverage. They'll have a leg up. They'll change their, their perception. There was a great video on somebody breaking this down, but they'll change the perception of their society uh, by getting compliance through. It's kind of like what Hollywood did. It's kind of what Hollywood did. Hollywood got control of the people, and then they could change the perception of, of the people. All right, they got control of the celebrities, paid them lots of money. And I always tell you, um, these people don't get lots of money to act. They don't get lots of money to dribble basketball. They get lots of money to be controlled. Um, but but this is what the Saudis are doing. Yeah, NCA could be next. It is what it is. Yeah, it's a big, big, big infiltration of uh, society all across the world through sports. But uh, by the way, the Saudis, if you do want to throw a bag at CGA, Let's talk turkey. Let's talk turkey. By the way, I know one of the members of the family, so I do know some people over there. All right, I do know a member of the royal family, so if you did want to throw a bag over here, let's talk turkey. All right, what are we doing here? All right, uh, gambling money. Yeah, gambling money changed the game. Oh, by the way, did you notice that a lot of football players are getting popped for gambling? Pay attention to what's going on. Sports is about to change. All right, sports is about to change in the next five to 10 years. Pay attention. So players are getting popped for gambling. Eventually, what these players are going to do, um, if enough of them want to gamble and play sports, they'll start their own sports league. That, that opens up these people with the money to come and say, oh, we'll let you gamble over here, <laughs> right? And they'll, they'll, man, I'm telling you, man, they already just suspended their 10th NFL player for gambling on NFL, bruh. They're about to change sports. So anyway, I think uh, I do have a couple more. Tolu, again, with another one. That's going to be a co-sponsorship. All right, JC says, my 60-year-old neighbor caught me taking the garbage out in my daredevil boxers today. She looked directly at my, we'll just call it your Mr. Johnson, and fainted. It's barbecue out there. I think you make it. It's barbecue in there. I think you make up these scenarios. The Get the Gap LLC show. The sob story always comes before they ask for help. He says help is their favorite word. Help. Help me. Yes, it is their favorite word. All while saying they're strong and independent. Main event. All right. The main event. Marriage still plummeting, as I reported in 2018 and predicted that it's going to continue to plummet. 
while people were saying, no, we're going to get out of this. No, no, no. And they continue to put, uh, continue to say it's all men's fault for the marriage rate plummeting because you guys are broke ninjas. Then introduce social media, only fans, and you add a lot of kindling to the fire. But is this the end of, is this the self-destruction of humanity? Let's go through a little bit of numbers here. And these are numbers off the top of my head. Let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, let me see here. Population. Population. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know. They think that our human population is somewhat, uh, somewhat have been the way it is for years. But in fact, the world has, has gone through a baby boom in the last 100 years thanks to the Industrial Revolution. So let me see if I can share this screen here. This might be my feet pictures. It's not. There wasn't a lot of people on planet Earth in the last 120 years. So as you can see here, and you can see why people want to decrease population, if you will, there currently exist 8 billion people on Earth in 2023. This is old data. But if you go back to 1900, the world's population is listed as 1.6 billion people. So 1900, in the last 123 years, the world has gone from 1.6 billion to 8 billion, okay? We're being fruitful and multiplying. We're actually multiplying out of control for the people and the powers that be. Now, most of these people are impoverished, not self-supporting, and typically these are the people who get married and or are populating healthily, meaning like two, three, four, five, and 10 people. Now, let's even track this number back, 8 billion. Track it back to 1950. In the 1950s, there were only 2.5 billion people. 2.5 billion people in the phenomenal 1950s. So if you take, if you take what's been happening here, all right, in the last 75 years, we went from 2.5 billion to 8 billion. Now, watch this. Let's go back to the previous 100 years from the 1900s. From the 1900s to the 1800s, that 100-year period, the population only increased by 6 million. So from 1804 to 1900, there was only a 6 million person increase. But in the years 1900 to 2023, it went up 7 billion people. Okay, as you can see, the 1700s, only 6 million people worldwide. Worldwide. In the, six, the 1200s, only 360 million people, all right? On the, in the uh, millennium, only 275 million people, okay? So as you can see here, there hasn't been a lot of people that populated the earth, okay? It is only between the years 1900 and the year 2023 that our population has exploded, exploded. And it's mostly during this baby boom era. You see these numbers here. So let's just... Take this at face value right now. All right. Take this at face value. Did I say 600 million? I was wrong. Did I say 6 million? B bear with me. Numbers aren't my big strong suit. 
600 million. All right, so I, I messed up. I said 3 million. I meant 600 million, 300 million, and so forth. That was in the, that was in the time of the, uh, the millennium. All right, so thank you for the correction. Okay. Now, the room, the world has more room. We, we actually could have more people, but can we support more people? That is the question. That is what the powers of be, uh, powers that be are thinking about. Because when they think about things like the poke and you hear about it's a depopulation agenda, well, those people know that many of these people are going to be born out of wedlock, all right, uh, poverty, and so forth and so on. So much so now that even in the last, what is this here, decade, we've gone up a billion people. Right here, 2012, 7.1 billion. 2023, 8 billion. We've gone up a billion people in the last decade. I mean, that was almost as many as the people that existed in 1900, okay? So many of these people will be slaves, debt slaves, sex slaves, trafficking. These people will not be productive people who will return back. These are only going to be consumers and drainers of resources. So in this time, we've had this population increase. We've also had a decrease in the birth rate, the decrease in marriage. So when people say these agendas, agenda, agenda, you can see why there will be an agenda. You can see why. The population is just growing out of control with a, not a lot of producers and way more consumers. And these powers that be probably don't want any parts of that. New, 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 new world so they're order. slowing everything down with agendas, propaganda, potentially, this is allegedly, to slow you guys down from creating life, from building families. They obviously don't want that. <laughs> they obviously cannot believe that they can do this. They're like, we won't be able to, co uh, we won't be able to exist going forward. So now what do you see is they've got people trained in these ideas. All right, I'm strong and independent. I don't need no man. Single mom. All right, I'll raise the kid on my own. The kid becomes a criminal, self-deletes, deletes five people. When they let ninjas shoot up each other in the neighborhoods, they're like, hey, we out of the thing here. As, as many as y'all can shoot each other up, they're like, hey, there's nothing we can do about it. Donald Trump was going to show uh take tanks into Chicago, and they was like, don't do it. Let, let them kill each other. You got the trans agenda, the reading rainbow, poly, all right? You have women now delaying their marriage and birth all the way into their late years when it's almost too late. So this is kind of the self-instruction. Yeah, inflation, the economy, putting restraints on your economy, vaccines potentially, allegedly, um, putting strengths on people. I can't start a family now. I got to get my stuff together. This video is going to iron all this shit out. So this, when we talk about this marriage thing, it is not men aren't economically attractive. It is that women are the ones being controlled in this part, in this decision-making. It's almost that men don't have a choice. Men have to drop out. Men can't compete. And the fact that there's lack of scarcity in women, meaning they outnumber men, what that does is, and this was a great comment from the video, what that does is that makes them overvalue themselves and then price themselves out on the market. When there's a scarcity in women, meaning if there were less women, then the opposite would happen. All right, that means they, they would join in. They were like, I got to go get me somebody now or I'm going to miss. So they would lower the price and they would make themselves more available, but there's not a lot of scarcity. There's a scarcity in men. So they're sitting there going, hey, what, what, what's going on here? Okay, listen, in order for me to get the men that I want, uh, I'm going to put the price up way too high. Mm -hmm. uh, he got to do this. He got to do that. He got to do this. 
Will you talk about the agenda of having less black Americans? Well, there's a somewhat of a, what you would say, a cultural genocide going on with black-on-black crime, Planned Parenthood, the idea, the mentality of the black woman compared to the black man. All right, there definitely is a weeding out, a slight little cultural type genocide of this. By 2050, they're saying they're not going to have any net worth. There's going to be way less black families, way less kids born to two-parent households. Um, This has been something that's been going on for quite a long time, 70 years, and you can't deny it. Less of these women are getting married. When they get married, they're more likely to divorce. That's just in the black culture. So you're seeing the whittling down statistically of the numbers. And this is all, the, the, the only thing they're using to do it is the influence of culture, like music, movies, and they put up and prop up certain celebrities to push that message out there, narrative. They got black boys turning into trans. We see that with Dwayne Wade. They're trying to push that onto them, the culture. You see them out here being booty pirates. I mean, you're seeing a lot of this happening, and they start with the culture that is more influenced by propaganda. So this is what's happening. Why? They got to get these numbers down. Mm. Get these numbers down, man. I believe I mean, this is not conspiracy. It makes sense because I'm a guy that thinks power. I think business first. I don't think race or anything first. I think business, money, then class. Those are my priorities of my mindset. Okay, I'm thinking, I, I, not even business, power, power, money, class. That's where things fall first. Always follow the money. It's never about like race. It's always about power, money, and class. So when the things are going down, I don't jump right to race because that just segments me over here. I kind of open it up and think, what do the powers want? <laughs> what, is, what would put more people in power? What would the person in control want? And yes, there are people in control. They meet all the time. And y'all didn't just think, oh, they're just meeting over politics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. <laughs> right, okay, okay. All right, they're meeting to establish uh, some control mechanisms to this increasing population boom. And they're doing it very well. So the evidence that I'm going to present to you is this. I'm not saying that it should be or should not be. I'm telling you that they're putting the brakes on a lot of shit. And they got people influenced to do so. Uh, They start with women. Women are the weakest and most, they're the weakest and the most influenced. So if they believe that there's a little better deal over here, they can be influenced to make that decision. Meaning like, you don't need that man to protect you. You can go get a job and support yourself. You can have your own kids. You can raise your own kids. Eventually you won't. You'll misraise them and they'll actually take a person's life before you actually make your kid a valuable uh, contributing citizen to to the world. So they know this. They know there's no hope and no chance, but they convince you of this. They'll say, I oh, don't marry when you're young, marry when you're old. Push that shit off until you get financially stable. And they won't. Most women do not get financially stable. <laughs> right? They, they won't. They know this. Now just wait till you pay off your student loan and get your house and, and buy your car and have all your, they know that shit ain't gonna happen to the majority of women. But they sell it to them. And then here's a prime example right here. This is what it turns out to. This is what it becomes. So this woman right here, take a look. I'll play the video. There's nothing really to play here. Okay, there's music. So uh, let's play the video, and I'm going to read her caption. Okay? It says right here, there she is right there. This woman says she's 37. This woman looks 57. He says, I'm 37 this year. I've been single for most of my life. I'm living with my parents again. They know this is going to happen. But she was sold a dream. And guess what? 
She had to move back in with her parents. My job doesn't light me up, but it pays well. Of course, she's like this. She's saying this essentially like this. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Um, it says right here, I have savings and I support a life I love. I traveled the world and been around the world and I, I and it says and worked overseas for 12 years. That means <laughs> and kept making choices that nobody else my age was making. Even if I could, I wouldn't change any of them or where I live. You have to live the life that you want and not make choices because you think you should. Now, let me just go ahead and reframe her life. She's 37, single, living with her boomer parents. Yeah, you're doing well, baby. Keep doing you, baby. Hey, man, double down on it some more. Contributing member of society over here. I'm sure your parents... Welcome you back home with open arms. I'm sure you're just draining their retirement and resources. Your father can never stop working. Jesus, how inconsiderate, <laughs> how inconsiderate do you think this is? Because they're the main character in their own movie and they're oblivious. How inconsiderate could you possibly be? I got saving. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You're not contributing anything, not to the greater society. You're only contributing to yourself. And this selfish attitude is prevalent, which continues in the agenda. This falls right in line. This falls right in line. Now, if you're a person that says, hey, we need to save the world and save marriage and save families, this person is going to be what you're going to run into more likely than not. All this is is her being stubborn. All this is is just digging her heels into the ground, trying to make failure success. By the way, this woman looks 50. She looks, this is a 37-year-old woman, and you guys want me to date women in their late 30s and 40s. This is despicable. Look at what I got over here. This woman looking like Herman Monster's daughter. This woman looked like she damn near 60. Like, come on, stop. That's why you find me at the junior college. One of the things that Dr. Thunder has been talking about lately is the idea that women who actually can preserve their looks actually double down more. So if you have melanin in your skin, you tend to remain a younger looking person. Thus, because you look younger, you think you have more time. So you hear black don't crack. All right, you hear uh, things uh, yellow, yellow. Uh, I think there's something about Asian women as well. There's a phrase about yellow, yellow don't jello or something like that. Uh, but uh, they tend to maintain their looks longer, which means they think they have more time on the clock. But that's just outside. It's not about what's inside, right? It's not about what is inside. So think about this. This also plays a part. This also plays a part. So let's go to the next one right here. If you, could, if you want to save this, do not blame CGA. You guys blaming CGA for the lack of people marrying? It ain't my fault. Do you think I'm part of the agenda? Right? New, 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 new world order. Oh, Asian don't raisin. That's what it is. Asian don't raisin. Asian don't raisin is not it. It's not yellow don't melt. It's Asian don't raisin. So shout out to the Asian women out there. They tend to look very young as well. All right. For a longer period of time. Okay. Asian don't raisin. What I was talking about is you think I'm part of the agenda. No, I'm part of the solution. Because what I'm trying to prevent men is making the same mistakes ignorantly by not knowing what you're getting into in order to not be decapitated by a person who was just using you as a starter husband. And then you end up out here floundering. Let's get to this data right here. Don't be mad at me. Be mad at the world here. 
It says a stunning social change. Oh, yeah. A record percentage of, of Americans are now living alone. Nearly 30% of U.S. households. Here's why the rapid growth of solitaries have worrisome consequences. Ah, yes. So the only 17.5% of American households consist of two heterosexual parents and their biological children. I'll repeat it. Only 17.5% of American households consist of two parents, heterosexual, and their biological children. Every other form of parentage is either a divorcee, um, single mother, uh, what do you call it, uh, reading rainbow. The other one would be uh, co-parenting and uh, other varieties of parenting of uh, kids that are uh, raising themselves, essentially. Now, the other 30% are solitaries. You also have gay couples that count. You also have um, roommate situations would be another statistical category. Um, and so forth and so on. So you see how the statistics break down. So that only 17% of American households consist of heterosexual parents, children. Continuing. Yeah, 17.5% is nuclear family. Nuclear family. The rest of them are alternative. So we got 30%. What are the consequences? Let's just boil it down. All right. Um, by the way, you might want to know what the statistic was over the years. Well, in 2020, in 2020, so we are at 30% today. In 2020, they report 27.6% of American households were solitaries. In 1940, it was 7%. 7%. So you see where the drastic change is. You see where the social change, that's why they're calling it this is a drastic social change. 7%, 7.7% were solitary singles. Yeah. All right. So when you have shows like Modern Family, this is an idea of what's going on here. We have new households, new ways to live. More Americans going solo. Says here, we got gray divorce. This could come down to a surge in gray divorces where couples call it quits later in life. So you have older people living alone. So the promise of what about growing old together? There's no promise in it. Don't you want companionship? Don't you want to grow old together? Don't you want to not die alone? Where there's no guarantee in that either because they're saying the increase in gray divorces is bumping up the population of solitaries. Okay, this is America, y'all. Consequences of solitary living. While researchers see this as an extent exciting trend for the future, researchers and businesses, others are more pessimistic about the potential implications. For one, America's rapidly aging population and declining birth rate means that there are fewer prime age workers in the labor force, especially with Gen Z quiet quitting. I think it's something that we should be worried about. This is Wendy Wang. This is not a MGTOW. This is not a red piller. This is not Andrew Tate and Kevin Samuels and CGA. This is not the red pill. This is not the manosphere. They're noticing this, but unfortunately, they're noticing too late. If we have fewer and fewer children, that means we have fewer and fewer people to work and to be consumers and to pay taxes. Yeah, and you're going to have more people wanting reparations and, 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 and student loan debt reconstruction and uh, universal basic income. You're going to have more slaves. 
Yep, that's what you're going to get. Let me see here. They also say higher cost of living. Keep in mind, with this great independence comes greater responsibility. You don't have another person with whom to share chores and split bills. In fact, living alone in a one-bedroom apartment contends with the single tax, uh, contend with the single tax of a 19500 a year. All right, so you're also going to have more roommates. You're going to see more apartment buildings being built, less single-family homes. You're going to have more people living with their parents, which is another demographic of Americans. Okay, when you think about what demographics, uh, the, the percentage breakdown, kids that live with parents, adult children that live with parents is another demographic, and that's probably fairly high. Aging alone is another consequence. Okay, dying alone, aging alone. No retiring, probably. You'll never retire if you're living by yourself and you didn't make a bag when you were younger. We also know that women tend to not have their retirement funds saved for by the time they hit their 50s. What is this going to cause? It's going to cause people to vote more Democrat, for sure. All right, for sure. Let's go to CNBC and see their take on this. And I'm going to have to say fair use, CNBC, fair use. We're going to go to CNBC. They're going to talk about marriage in the United Kingdom and the United States. They're going to give you the data that I put in the, the thing here. It says 89% of first world nations are now seeing a plummeting in marriage. And then we're going to go to China as well. All right, so let's see if I can pop this up on the screen. There it is right there. Fair use to the CNBC International. No one knows exactly when the first marriage took place. People... Well, I have it on chipmunk mode, and I do have closed captioning up for the normies. People have been getting married for thousands of years. It's an ancient institution, but for some people, it's perhaps a bit too ancient. 89% of the world's population now live in countries with falling marriage rates. This is especially pronounced in the richest countries. All right, so that's where I got the data from. I can only put so much in the, in the title. So that's why I said 89% of first world nations okay so there you see it they reframed it a little bit different but there it is right there now when you want to blame men or jermaine and black men and black women and i didn't know there's a bigger agenda there's a bigger agenda and a bigger push this is worldwide it's not just it's not just certain communities this is a worldwide phenomenon that's a bit too ancient 89% of the world's population now live in countries with falling marriage rates. This is especially pronounced in the richest countries. Among the 38 OECD nations, most recorded between 7 and 10 marriages per 1,000 people in 1970. By 1995, this fell to around 5 to 7 marriages, and it continues to plummet today. See, when I say marriage is plummeting, marriage is done, it's literally that. All right, we're not making it up. We're not making it up. It's a new day, and you better adjust. Is this going to be better for society? I think not. I think this is going to this is going to make more people uh, more dependent on the powers that be. All right, we're going to have less people being productive. I'm sorry, we're going to have more people being less productive. Uh, more people dependent. Uh, we're going to have more poverty, eroding of the middle class. The middle class can only be sustained by two parent households. All right, it is what it is. This is statistically so. It's a wrap, I mean, on this type of lifestyle. So why is this happening, and will it spell the end of marriage as we know it? A stable marriage has often been associated with financial stability. 
married households in the U.S. hold significantly higher wealth than cohabiting couples or singles. But despite this, the marriage rate in the U.S. has dropped by nearly 60 percent since the 1970s. Woo! Take a look at that graph. Now, this is stuff that I've been talking about for a long time. Take a look at this graph. So it's not just black men and black women. It's not just American men and American women. It's not just the men don't have jobs or are economically attractive. You, when you look at feminism, this is what I wrote about in my book. The feminism has had their biggest impact in the 1970s. I talked about that extensively in my book. The 70s were proof. Let me just give you a couple of things here to think about, food for thought. You had, um, and of course, of course, I'm going to have to uh, look at it as references because I did not read it uh, uh, coming up here. But I'll kind of read from the book here. It says right here, um, it says right here, by the, by the time the 1960s rolled around, the sexual revolution, free love, drugs, sex, rock and roll were in full swing. All right. Feminism would, be, would begin to put important legislation into the legal system that would impact America for decades. 1963, John F. Kennedy signed the Equal Pay Act, EPA, that was aimed at abolishing wage disparity between the sexes. You had job industries changing. Okay, going down forward there, the civil rights movement. Then you had Lyndon Baines Johnson. This is a reading, reading from the book, The Evolution. All right, and this is political. Lyndon Baines Johnson, the 1964 Civil Rights Acts, definitely took a major, major drastic change. And of course, I'll have these ninjas voting Democrat for the next 200 years. As women started to advance further in their careers by the 1970s, they started to focus more on their jobs and less on their homes. Shows like Mary Tyler Moore, Propaganda, and Julia with Diane Carroll, who featured a showed images of women succeeding and working in child-raising capacities as a single mother without men in the house. The message was clear. Be willing to accept the demands from the bosses, but resent the demands from their husbands. Women would be doing, by doing this, inadvertently accepted their new masters. Around the same time in the 70s, no-fault divorce was initiated, starting in California with Ronald Reagan in many states in the country. Let's go down. I'll skip over. The I don't need no man culture ushered into the 1980s. Okay? Oprah Winfrey. So far to so on. Right here, the Equal Rights Amendment in 1972. They were trying to make it a constitutional amendment. The Equal... Uh, the Equal Employment Opportunities Act in 1972, Roe versus Wade, 1973, sexual harassment, uh, uh, 1980s. This is what I, I talked about this right here. All right, so ninjas would be like, you took this from another content creator. No, I didn't. All right, you just found that content creator first. <laughs> All right, you're here with the King of Kings Right now, new, 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 new world. This order. book was published, written in 2019, published January 2020, January 2020. All right, I went in there, did the research, all of that shit. So here's the deal: 1970s was pivotal in our country. What happened? Take a look. Marriage rates from 1974 to 2008, 2018. New, 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 new world order. What? There's no connection. There's no connection. Feminism is not connection to this. No, it's economically attract, unattractive men. Yeah. It's Jermaine. It's these ninjas won't commit. Yeah, uh-huh. It's Jermaine's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. You see that? 
Thank you, feminism and feminism of free men. So this, this whole thing that women could just change what they're doing, go a different route, and men are supposed to just jump on board. Men did not jump on board. Also, the divorce rate started to plummet. I'm sorry, the divorce rate started to skyrocket. All right, let's continue. And the median age for first-time marriages has increased for both women and men. For a variety of reasons, I think upper middle class Americans are just much more likely to be kind of intentional about sequencing their lives in terms of education first, work second, marriage third, and the baby carriage after all of that. That sequence is very important. So he's being honest. He's not just blaming men. This is the institution of what we live in now, which is almost difficult for us to even maintain. We can't even get out of the blocks on number two. All right, but now we've lived the sequence life. Well, instead of getting married and having children first, we're going to reorganize it. I'm going to get a dog first, then I'm going to go get my degree, then I'm going to go get a job, then I'm going to go get my finances together, then I'm going to buy a house, then I might get married, and then I might have a kid. Some people throw the kid in there first. This is not going to be stable, what we call a nuclear family. This is the anti-family. Kind of intentional about sequencing their lives in terms of education first, work second, marriage third, and the baby carriage after all of that. And so they're just in a much better spot, both financially and relationship-wise, when they go ahead and have kids. Has that happened? Nope. No. That, that's overwhelmingly not happened. Now what happens is the women get desperate, and as they are floundering and drowning in debt, then they want to grasp onto a man. Fix my debt. I love you. The cost of marriage usually starts with a wedding. This is a tiny wedding cake I bought in London for $50, thankfully just within our production budget. But if you wanted the same cake, but big enough to serve 100 people, then you would have to pay at least $250. All right, so now she's going to go into the cost of a wedding, which makes it ridiculous once a person has some common sense. So they're like, okay, I'm barely, I'm barely afloat financially. Now you want me to pay for this wedding? Okay, let's hear it. Add in the price of a venue, a tuxedo, a dress, drinks and music, and suddenly you're looking at a very large bill. Getting married is just the tip of the iceberg. Starting a family adds all sorts of economic commitments. It typically starts with a house. So this is the marriage will. As my brother said, I need to patent the marriage will because now the normies are here. Now they're going to do the marriage will. Investment stage number two. Followed by a car, maybe kids, which means more expenses like books, toys, and family vacations. In That's essentially the investment stage of the marriage will. God damn. <laughs> That's the investment stage of the marriage will. God dang it. All right, so you were right, sir. I'm just actually, re I'm reacting to this live. That is the marriage will. Let me just show you. I wrote about this. They're catching up. Investment stage number two in the book, The Evolution. Next chapter, divide and conquer. That's the chapter, part two. Divide and conquer, the marriage will. CGA. Get the book. The link's in the description box. I actually told you what was going on. All right? And if I disappeared or something like that, I'm enjoying life. New, 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 new world order. Let's get back to it here. All right, here we go. Of course, I was just an angry, bitter, hurt man. In a nutshell, you become a fully engaged consumer in the economy. Some people choose not to go down this road, while others simply can't afford to. 
from about 1980 to the present, there's been no greater increase in family instability than there has been among this working class demographic in the U.S., sort of than the basically the second quintile of the, the family income distribution. I think there are a couple of big factors here in play. So one major factor, of course, is sort of the changing economy and the way in which working class men are less likely to be stably employed. There you go. So working class men particularly black men, they're going to be disenfranchised the worst. And then the next leveled up races of people. Then if when white men are disenfranchised or no incentive to participate, no incentive to uh, uh, work hard and get a wife and a girlfriend, what do they do? They drop out. They just play video games and allegedly jerk off the prawn. All right. So they're like, there's no incentive because no matter how hard I work, the women still be like, you're not enough. All right, so they end up dropping out as well. So so the men dropping out is a reaction to everything. Feminism, the economy, propaganda, so controls. So when men drop out, it's a reaction. It's not the cause. That's the effect. So now they blame the effect. Hey, these men aren't doing this. These men aren't doing that. They're blaming the effect. Let's go back to the cause. Let's go back to the root cause. These people are being at least honest and ironing out the causes, not the effect. All right, so here we go right here. American adults from high-income groups have maintained a stable marriage rate since the 1970s. But among the middle and especially lower-income groups, marriages declined to 66 and 38% respectively by 2018. Since the 1970s, there has been a decline in the number of American men without college degrees in the U.S. labor force. The last 50 years also saw their earnings stagnate and decrease. By now, oh, oh, he's going to talk about it. Thank you. Because remember, I haven't watched this. Now he's going to say, by contrast, thank God. Because I was going to say, but what has the women been doing? You've been seeing them going to more college. You've been seeing their money's going up. And I've always said, you cannot have men's income going up and women's. It's impossible. What they would have to do to equalize the society is make the men do less and reward them less and then incentivize the women more, even if you incentivize them with a more of a, 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 a false sense of accomplishment. Hey, you guys are doing better. Hey, you're promoting better. It's a false sense of accomplishment. It's not real. It's artificial. So then it rewards more women to try. But what happens is the men fall off. Now, he's going to talk about this. I'm glad he might bring it up here. Here we go. We're seeing women um, having a more secure footing in today's sort of more service post-industrial economy. And so we know that marriage is many things, but it's also in part a financial undertaking. And so when you have men who are losing ground financially in this working class demographic and women who are gaining ground, I think they both kind of see that the guy is less marriageable. And so yeah. they're less likely to kind of get married in the first place and more likely to get divorced in the second place. Now, dude, this is a this is this mainstream video is actually tackling issues without putting blame square on men, which American we do this. We put the blame square on the men. You black men ain't doing shit. Well, here's the deal. There was a time where black men's income um was enough to sustain an entire family. There was a time when a male's income was enough to sustain the entire family, but inducing introducing women into the workforce, you can actually pay them in less. Thus, what he should be earning is three to four times more if the inflation chart and the income rose simultaneously. 
But what happened was inflation, cost of things rose. You introduce more people into the workplace. Then you can pay men less and pay women a little bit less. And now you have salary stagnating, income stagnating, but the growth. Now, that's just one part of the equation. That's just one part. But that indeed happened. That happened. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, and buts. That's what happened. There's no arguments against that. Now that men don't go to college and, and make as much money and can't support a family, women see them as less of an option <laughs> right now. This is going to be worsened when you add on social media, OnlyFans. I'm seeing so many thumbnails of women with their titties out, uh, titties in the, in the thumbnail and their booty. When you have women able to earn more money with uh, the addition to that, less men will be options for them. And the top 20% of men will win. What do you need to happen then? You need immigrants. Now you need a mass immigration. You need to open the floodgates of these people coming in, right? Because we need more people in now. And those people are going to undercut the market and they're going to make and work for less. What else do you see? Artificial intelligence. You're seeing, okay, well, these people don't have an incentive to work. We need artificial intelligence. We need these robots that can work double and triple or quadruple the capacity of the average human being, plus without the need for health care and so forth. This is, this is the self-destruction of what you would consider the current human race. This is the, this is the self-destruction because now as, as many people have these ideas of, well, I'm strong and independent and a man needs to do this. A man needs to pay $1,000 for that. A man needs to have this. Only 20% of the men are going to get rewarded. They're going to be 30% of the men that will get discouraged. Another percentage of those men, another 20% of those men that will just be lost. <laughs> okay. And then the last 20% of men will just simp enough to get a little bit of the leftovers of the 20% of men. Just getting the leftovers, all right? And all they're going to do all day is work and simp, work and simp. They're just going <laughs> to, they're going to work enough and then simp. Work enough, then trick. Guys, this is it. This is, this is the synopsis. This is what I warned about in the evolution. Now the mainstream media is getting a hold of this. So you know, I was ahead of the curve. You were behind. If you had false judgments of me, everything I talked about in the last five years is being seen in 2020 vision you cannot deny it you cannot just say it's only me i called it coach radamus is the legend coach radamus will live on forever all right here we go another phenomenon that affects marriage is the rise of secularism in modern societies here in here the uk go. for example one in three people say they have no religion up 25 percent since 2011 and this is a key reason why marriage is no longer the only basis for family formation. Love it. In 2021, 51% of births in the UK took place outside of a marriage. 42% of children in the European Union and 40% of children in the US are also born to unmarried parents. For countries where this is acceptable socially, the decline in marriage does not necessarily spell trouble for the country's demographics. But in other parts of the world, most notably in East and South Asia, marriage and birth rates are highly correlated. 
only 2.3% of babies are born outside of marriage wow. in Japan. Wow. Which means if people don't get married, they're also very unlikely to have children. <laughs> All right. So they like, they, they in trouble over there. All right. Because ninjas will still impregnate women over here. All right. But over there, it ain't going down. They don't have secular culture. They don't have the absence of tradition and religion. We have the absence of tradition, God, and religion over here. Um, we have women that have infiltrated the church and turned it into a damn cluster F. All right, but over there, they still try to maintain some sort of stability, tradition, and family. And we have to understand, this is a small country. All right, Japan is a small country. It's not as big as the United States. All right, here we go. This is a problem for Japan, the world's third largest economy, and home to the world's oldest population. The fall in birth rate is something that happens in many countries. Governments all over the world are worried because of economic um, implications. From state-funded matchmaking apps to marriage support concierges, the Japanese government has introduced... I'll populate her. <laughs> I'll definitely go populate this. Um, and if you have many clones of her, I'll be over there real quick. Where's my airline ticket? Japan, just so you know, I'm volunteering my services in Seed for practice over there. I definitely can go, get, go, get, go have me a couple of these over here. Hold up for a second. And I missed my opportunity to put my music on, but let me just repeat myself. Uh, I'll be over there in a jiffy if you need a little bit of help. I think I can do, just give me 50 women. Just give me 50 women. I think I can help your population uh, industry. <laughs> Uh, anyone want to join over there? Uh, we can actually, you know, make a deal with them if we put a couple of good meet people together. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, let's get back to being serious. <laughs> let's get back to being serious. All right, here we go. Do several incentives to promote marriage, but so far, nothing has worked. There is this, you know, financial... Um, constraint that people feel that they may not be able to support a family and raise children. A similar problem is troubling authorities in neighboring China, which registered the fewest marriages in 2022 since public records began. Wow. The country also saw its birth rate fall to a record low the same year. By 2050, China's uh, working population will reduce by 10%. Yep. And not enough you know, babies born to fill that gap. And the, you know, dependent population, those who reach- Okay, yeah, well, we don't care about what's over there. All right, so let's get back to the United States. All right, let me see if we can do it here. Okay, they're finishing up in China. Here we go. It's closing in an important extent to uh, marriage and family life. And that's gonna have a huge impact, not just economically, but also obviously socially and emotionally on young adults today. Yeah, there you go. So young adults. So remember, um, I've often found it kind of quite a waste of time for people in their 40s to try to fix the problem. And we saw that with certain people saying, hey, this person supports marriage and he's helping people get married. Well, most of those people weren't young people. These people were old people who've been married and divorced multiple times. They already have children. They're not going to bring forth children to the world. They're not going to be fruitful and multiply. They all had STIs and STDs. Both of them or one of them are broke. None of these people are going to make valuable contributing factors to the society of stable marriages. None. And they're probably more likely to divorce on their second and third marriage so these people aren't the people that need to be getting married up that we we're talking about 19 to 30 19 to 30 is the population that you're looking to make the change the younger people are they doing it 
Nope. They're not. And they ain't, they, dude, these young girls are like, I got until 27, 30, 35, 40. They're just extending it. They're extending it, pushing it back. Um, last thing I want to show you here is this. And um, there's another video that's kind of talking about it over in China. It says right here, China's deadly single women crisis. Uh, they're experiencing these women that are just like, hey, I got to get my job, my career. I want to protect myself. I want to have my own money, my own identity. Oh, other cultural phenomenons that are interfering with the potential of marriage. Women saying, I'm keeping my last name. I don't want a traditional marriage. Calling people partners. Some men are like, nah, I don't want all of that. Separate financial, instead of commingling the funds, you'll get married to your partner and mingle, uh, not mingle the funds. All right, you'll keep them separate, which is anti-traditional. Referencing Dr. Thunder again, the idea of the partner is a propaganda and it is causing social rift. This partner word came from one place and one place only. Where did it come from? Put in here, where did that phrase partner originate? This will tell you all you need to know about propaganda and infiltration of this that causes a social rift in the traditional mindset. Where did partner come from? Well, here we go. It represents this class of people, all right, which gets you now more accustomed to their mindset right here. So they were the ones that said partner, all right? Other than that, partner also refers to a business partner, all right? That's where it comes from. So they were the ones that lived with people and said partner. Hey, my partner. So now we do this in our main society. We didn't say, hey, this is not my husband. This is not my wife. This is not even a gender. By saying a partner, you don't even know the gender of the person. Think about this. Think about this. This is the new terminology. So now it's not a wife. It's not a mother. It's not a, it's a birthing person. It's a person. You don't even assign a gender to your mate. It's just my partner. And I have all oh, multiple partners over here. So anyway, think about this and how it impacts your mindset. Let's see if I can get a couple more minutes on this video right here. They're going to talk about the leftover women in China. Shang Yu. You see a market. This is not the first time I introduced this subject either. Calm down. I've been talking about this for a long time. Here we go. Full of single women desperately looking for a partner. This is the reality for millions of people across China right now. These are the leftover women. Fair use, fair use, fair use. All right, we're not going to watch much the of this. The term leftover women is normally applied to single women over the age of 27 Woo! who are unmarried. However, Man. as you can imagine, this is a derogative term. Take a listen to the terminology used for both single men and women in China. If you're a woman, single, and over 30, you are called shengnu, which means leftover woman in Mandarin. In Cantonese, you are called lo dai chang, mai jing zhe, and sip zou la, which means orange at the bottom of the basket, the sugar king that didn't get sold, and the thing used for filling the gap of the stove. But if you're a man, single, and over 30, you are called 钻石王老五, 
which means a diamond bachelor in Mandarin. In Cantonese, you're called Sun Pun, which means quality real estate. But oh boy, ninjas is winning over thirty over there. They like, hey, you're prime real estate. You're target. You got money over there. Yes, you definitely got money. I got money. <laughs> Conversely, we see in our culture them trying to change this narrative all the time. Oh, women over thirty aren't leftovers. We don't have uh, the onset of, uh, you know, having unhealthy births. We're still valuable. Our body counts don't matter. So you're seeing this constant push where we know inherently, naturally, what's right and what's wrong. But what they're doing is with propaganda, with pushing the message to you to accept this. Now, what's happening? Men aren't accepting it. There's some men that are. Some men are just saying, I'd rather drop out. <laughs> and so what's going on here? Now you have the that you culture of women going, hey, we don't want the jerks anymore. We want you. And that's you. And men are not going for it. So that's causing what? They say the effect is the cause. Men aren't marrying because they don't want older women with high body counts and single mothers. Well, they're the problem. No, you're blaming the effect. That's the effect. The cause is the stubborn heel digging and the stubborn push and the propaganda that they're pushing forth to put non-marriageable people together in marriages, perceiving that they're going to work and they're not working. Those people who do get married, ultimately get divorced. Do they stay together longer? Yes, but they're ultimately going to get divorced too, causing another problem, which is what? More older people living alone. So stop blaming the effect. Stop blaming that men ain't falling for it no more. Men inherently know what's right and wrong nature, nature-wise. We're willing to follow nature and God more than godless people and people who are against nature. So this is what's happening. This is where we are. This is why marriage rates are plummeting. It's not the red pill. It's not Andrew. It's not Kevin. It's not CGA. It's not the manosphere. It is worldwide phenomenon, and there's something bigger happening. And guess what? I read an article that it's not going to change. Generation Z currently are your only hope. New, 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 new world order. Generation Z are supposed to people who take the reins of workforce, marriage, childbirth, etc. I want you to think long and hard. How possible is that going to happen in the next 20 years? These OnlyFans thoughts, these Insta thoughts, these sugar babies, these hopeless people, head med, depressed, anxious, stressed, quiet quitting. These are the people that's going to change it. Oh, new, boy. New, 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 new world order. I don't know. Anyway, let's get to these super chats, man. Appreciate y'all. Get myself a round of applause for this show. This is a great show. And you were here to witness the legendary, the king of kings, see God Allah. Every woman's fantasy delivered this as only I can do. This is why I'm the best in the business. Do me a favor, man. We're going to get to these super chats. Like the stream on the way out. And uh, we'll add about, what, 20 more million minutes of value. But give me a chance to get a sip of water. All right. Give me a chance to get a sip of water. And, yeah, hit it. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. 
that the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you dating know, a man down. who... <laughs> this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Extra I could do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now, 5.11. Let's All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to these Super Chats. We definitely will not be here tomorrow morning, but we should be here tonight. So if you're not seeing me here tomorrow morning, don't worry, I'll be good, maybe. JC says, shout out to Lexington Steel. All right, shout out to you, Brown 310. Those are gorditas, coach. Those are tortas. Shout out to you. Tolu is back. Thank you. Jabari says, if the world wasn't like the traditional 50s or 40s, do we still need game? He says, what does that mean for the below average men? Will there still be incels? I think these, these um, populations of men will increase over the next few years. Game is going to be dead. I've been, I've been telling you where we're going, and people have been fighting me. Games, not getting out. When I say dead, I don't mean there's nobody going to be doing it. What I mean is it's not going to be a seen as a viable option for the majority of men. They're not going to go for it. So game, nightclubs, the bar scene, people are going to do it, but they're not going to do it at the lengths. I actually did a show. I showed you the data. They're not doing it. All right. People would just rather stay home. People would rather not socialize. Uh, the COVID years did a, did a number on, on uh, Generation Z and most adults. Because most adults age two and three extra years. If you were 34 at, in 2020, you're not 37 going on 38 to this year. You, you, you've, you've gotten accustomed to not socializing. There's people out here haven't been touched. They're lonely. So you're going to see portions of people, those populations are going to increase, less likely to say, oh, um, I'll use uh, manipulation tactics against women to get sex. Mm. Now, you're seeing women going, I'll just socialize on the internet. I'll be addicted. Women's addiction to social media, depression, mental health. These things are going to increase. The odds that we just turn back to tradition and running game and picking up girls at nightclub in mass are low. The odds that people view that as a strategy, that's going to be low. This is my prediction. And I'm telling you, man, I've been on point. I'm batting 1,000. I have not missed. I have not missed. I know you think I'm wrong. I know you disagree. I've done the data. I've done the research. I've written the books. I'm hitting, I'm batting a thousand. Is it over for society? No, the society will still go on. I'm not saying that the world's going to come to an end and everything's going to collapse. What I'm saying is we're going to have a new world. By the way, the transition from the industrial revolution to the digital age re revolution, which we called, um, well, I won't call it what, it what they call it because then that's why I lose you. We transition from the industrial revolution to the digital age re revolution. 
It's not the old times anymore. It's not the old time. Like, you can work from home. You can make money as a streamer or a content creator. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, the good old days are on where you commuted, you went, you had family breakfast, dropped the kids off the school, or the school bus picked them up, you waved off, you drove to work for 45 minutes, you clocked in, clocked out, drove back home. Hi, honey, I'm home. That shit dead. That's dead. Are people still doing it? Yep. I call them the upper class, the elite. They will be non-affected by the bullshit. They're still going to do it. They'll still be high-valued. Women will still pursue them. Women will get off the cock carousel and marry those guys, right? They'll be good wives for about 12 years. They'll divorce them. They'll still do it. But, nah, we in the secular world now. We're in the absence of the Lord. We're in the, we're in the new world. So these things that people think want to try to just apply and change the effect when they're not looking at the true cause. And most people don't look at the true cause because, again, they don't want to, they don't want to assume that they created the problem. I, I talked about that with the poke earlier. They don't want to admit, oh, you know what? Man, feminism did us in. Oh, shit, these social, these social um, conditions did us in. Hookup culture did us in. Oh, me riding a cock carousel and having a high body count and making myself less of an option for men who didn't have sex options, uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Nobody's going to do that. Everybody's going to say, well, nothing's wrong with it. Well, you, you fooling yourself. There is something wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it from your perspective, but you're not the buyer. You're the supplier, all right? Of course, if I'm selling uh, sucky food and the food sucks, trying to convince me that the food doesn't suck because you don't want it to suck is not going to get me to buy the food. Your food is trash. It looks like trash. It smells like trash. I don't want it. It's good. Don't worry about it. Why are you shaming it? There's nothing wrong with it. Yes, there is. All right? I don't want it. That's what's happening. They're trying to convince us that a plate of bad food that has never existed in the history of time is the best food for us. I don't want it. So then they blame us for not accepting the trash. They're always blaming the effect. <laughs> Y'all not ready? New, 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 new world. So Lou is in the building. Shout out to you. That's the, another super chat. The dictator says, speaking of people who stole from coach, he said somebody and everybody said you can either love women or understand them. He says somebody and everybody. He says someone and somebody said you can either love women or understand them. Had to turn off the show after that. Yeah, man. I, need, I think you know who somebody, someone and somebody said, you can either love women. And man, I know I probably heard that from an old head back in the day, but that is definitely something I brought. But it's okay. It's okay. You know what I mean? I can't control what people say. I just wish they say my name as much as they say the shit that I say. But it is what it is. Because most of the time, these are, these are large audiences. And you know what I mean? They don't want to give the credit where credit is due, but it is already it is what it is. All right. It's crazy. Shout out to infamous New York City. He says government by governments buy mortgage backed securities to indebt their people. It's artificially boosts the GDP, making it seem like their economies are growing. This is with everything, but it's not sustainable without kids. So that is a whole nother conversation, definitely about the housing market and 
um, looking at thing. Watch the big, the big short, I think is the movie. Uh, people are pretty dumb when it comes to <laughs> this. Is, people are pretty dumb when it comes to mindset of uh, money. Uh, so this is why the money mindset, money mindset, people, blue chip mindset, people will be um, taking off in this culture. Rich Taco is in the building. Shout out to you. All right. Journey to an unknown place says just saw a Juco Gordita at the mall. He says, good Lord, them Chalupas pay dividends. Take me out with the brother Umar because I got to stay focused out here, out here. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Um, the whole market of, thank you, brother, the whole market of what I call the JUCO. Uh, when I presented that, by the way, I wasn't the one that first presented the JUCO. A lot of content creators were scared. They were scared for me to talk about it. And I took a major risk bringing in the conversation of the JUCO because it's an underworld con- conversation. It's a conversation not many poor or black men were ready for because they just really, oh, that's tricking. Well, I said, dude, that's going to be the future. It's the future of relationships. Now, what are you hearing? You're hearing it since I introduced it. How many of these podcasts and how of these interviews and how many of these normie regular women are saying how much money plays a factor in associating with them? When I said all men pay, I was one of the first mainstream large platforms to bring the conversation. It was a major risk for me. But it paid off because I'm hearing now more people use that verbiage now. When that wasn't even a conversation a year and a half ago, nobody was even having that conversation. Because they would shut it down right off the rip. I don't pay nothing. And then I brought it in and I did several streams. And now you're seeing people saying it now. All men pay. Now, come on. Put credit where credit is due. I take the risk. I do the cutting edge shit. I say the shit that's unpopular. And then I bring it to a great population of people. And then it's not six, eight months down the line, a year, year and a half later, people jumping on my shit. <laughs> it's like, wow. All right. Come on, man. I sit here in the, I sit here in this labyrinth thinking of these things. And not only that, I take the risk. Then I take the risk and present something that nobody's talking about. You can't deny it. Money, energy, attention, and time. I'm presenting things. Uh, marriage is prostitution. Dating stems from prostitution. I'm the one that came up with these, and, and I also use things that other people came up with. But I'll be damned if you're going to come in here and tell me the shit that I came up with and I risk my platform for, and I've been demonetized eight times. I, I, I'll be damned if you guys don't say my name out here. This is ridiculous because I know you're watching, but I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> All right, so anyway. Now ninjas want to talk about all men pay. Now I'm seeing these former dating coaches switch up and put on suits and then quote shit that we done talked about already as if they were the originator. <laughs> Yo, I said game is dead. And what are we seeing? It dying, floundering like a floppy fish out here. And it's not because you don't have the mouthpiece. It's because ninjas ain't running game on trash. That's what's happening. Only trash women accept game. That's what's happening, and that's a fact. And men recognize it. Why run game on a piece of trash that has been passed around by hundreds of men? Men are figuring it out, <laughs> right? So the dating coaches is crazy out here. Shout out to uh, JC says, thanks, coach, for putting up with my wacky sense of humor. Love you, man. He says, you honestly alter my trajectory 
to bring significant value. He says, I'm most grateful and keep crushing it, giving me my flowers. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. Tolu says, I look, he says, I look to tonight's stream. I think you mean I look forward to it. Shout out to you, Rich Taco. Bible scholars describe revelations as a court trial. God's punishment is the decreate, is to decreate humanity, sending us back into chaos. Sound familiar? And of course, a lot of the things that I talk about have been already talked about in previous civilizations and cultures and religions like the Bible. Okay, for sure. DG Seymour says, Elon Musk saying brawny sickness linked to the pokey poke. The conversation should be had. And unfortunately for LeBronny James, uh, what's going to happen is this situation is going to open the conversation up. First thing that's going to happen is people are going to say how unfair it is to talk about it. Bullshit. That is the first deflect. When I see people do that, that's an instant deflect. No, that's part of the conversation. We should wait. It's too early. It's too soon. We should wait to see. No, we shouldn't. Let's have a conversation right now while everybody's now paying attention to it. But the first deflect is going to be like, we shouldn't be talking about this. That's because they know they don't want to have that conversation. Let's have the conversation. The guy's in stable condition. He's going to be okay. He's got the best doctors in health. Now, let's have a damn conversation. See, they don't want that conversation. Because by the time the conversation opens up and he's healthy, then they ain't listening no more. They're not going to listen no more. Same thing as that damn Carly Russell. Not a conversation don't want to be had no more. Oh, well, she's all right. Let's just move on. No. No, 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 no. No, we need to keep talking about it. <laughs> anyway, he says, already seen them deflecting. Deflect. It's too early. Let's not talk about it. Let's not make this about this. No, nah, y'all didn't have no problem in 2020 making it about that. Everything was about that. So let's have that conversation real quick. Han Solo, shot first. Back in the building. Juco, married men are the loneliest and wives don't care. Facts. Facts, all right, uh, if you think marriage and relationships are going to keep you from being lonely, you're mistaken. You're mistaken. You're, you're out of your mind. Where are we at here? We got Venmo, PayPal, and then uh, I think I got everybody over there. We're, we're getting closer. Big event for me tomorrow, man. Life-changing. Life-changing. Life I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, update you, but uh, hopefully we get some good news for you over here. We got, uh, let's see here, Christopher. Christopher Thompson says, I had a long super chat, but it was too long. I'm wondering how to send it to you. Your conversation today are proof of it. He says, all I'll say is you should watch They Clone Tyrone. It's much deeper than it seems. Keep preaching. So I'm going to check that out. All right. You can email it to me, but it'll probably be by the time I get to it. It'd be tough. No government named BH, one of my best friends who was a millionaire, just admitted to me that being a stepfather is the most thankless job ever. He pays for his kids, stepkids private school and vacations while the father is absent and they don't respect him or show appreciation. Um, thank you for sharing that. I'm going to tell you the idea that the stepfather and shout out to the stepfathers out there. We do have many, many stepfathers out here. Shout out to you brothers here. Um, when people defend stepfathers, they'll ultimately say I had a stepfather. Okay. And there was nothing wrong with it. I grew to love and appreciate him. I gave him hell in my teens, but now he supported me. He supported my family. If it wasn't for him, our family would be dead. Now watch this. I've rarely heard a stepfather say, this is the most enriching and rewarding experience that I, of my entire life. I'm glad I did it. The, the defense force for the stepfather are oftentimes the recipient of the stepfather. 
Now, there are stepfathers out here that will tell you that and shout out to them. But the overwhelming support from stepfathers are not from stepfathers. They're from people who were the recipient, the beneficiary of the stepfather. And they then say how great it is. Well, they didn't have to put up with a rebellious team. They didn't have to pull up with I ain't you ain't my daddy. They didn't have to put up with that shit until he saved your ass when you were 25 and 30. Okay, so stop making defense force for stepfathers be non stepfathers. I want stepfathers to step up and make a whole damn page says I'm a stepfather. You should do it. Meanwhile, I don't see it. (laughs) I don't see no pages on YouTube talking about stepdadding is the best way to form a family. Zero. There's zero pages. (laughs) All I see is, oh, my mom is the real MVP. While the stepfather runs around in anonymity, he he did the majority of the work. Let's have the conversation. What do we got? Kevin Sullivan says, what's up, coach and the coach gang? Question. Me and my baby mama terrorist agreed to 50-50, and she agreed to not put me on child support and vice versa. What's your thoughts on her turning child support down? I'm playing the long game with the situation. Uh, child support is always open, so here's the thing with it. She could turn it down today and put you on tomorrow, so just be vigilant. Just be vigilant. Um, you know, she might not put you on child support for five years. And um, and then you might have a come up. You know what I mean? We showed you stories of men coming up and then the ex-wife or the baby mama going after the money. So let's just say you hit a bag. She going, she taking you to child support. <laughs> She's taking you to child support. So be vigilant. All right. She's going to see you driving a Porsche 911 and then she's going to take them kids and take your ass to child support. So just be vigilant about that. I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't delay my growth in life. You got to do what you got to do. But, um, yeah, that's definitely going to come. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. He says, y'all thought I was gone, but I'm still here. It sounds wild, but self-talk has kept me out of trouble. A lot of it. Be patient, young bulls. All right, be patient out here. Now, we do have three more in the PayPal. We have three more in the PayPal. Kevin, I believe, says, but Hafiz said to put Chiefs first in the marriage and to vet better. You may have mentioned this by the time you get to the contribution, but I think another reason why marriage is plummeting because younger generations are distrusting of traditional advice from boomers. For example, home ownership being a key to wealth. So yes, the younger culture, they don't, they're not buying houses. Most Gen Z people are like, I ain't getting married. All right. A lot of them are. And uh, most of them aren't trying to have kids. They'll terminate. They'll terminate pregnancies of more kids that they're going to have. And they're marching for this right. So I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not being outrageous when I say that. Caitlin says, Joel and B. Trey Young recently got married and black women are upset because they didn't marry them. American women have been insufferable, none more so than the so-called sisters of the community. I don't understand why Trey Young and, and Joel and B. were required to marry a black woman. All right, first of all, Joel and B. is not from the United States and Trey Young's mom is white. When I see shit like that, I'm like, they're not even American black men. Trey Young's father is an African-American, if you will. All right, but Trey, mom's, Trey Young's mom is white. It is all Jermaine Fox. <laughs> all right, it's so why, why was Trey Young supposed to marry a black woman when he grew up looking at his mom's face? I mean, come on, man. Put two and two together. These normies and these normie-ass conversations are ridiculous. 
You know what I mean? Like he ain't he's not a black man. He's biracial. And in fact, biracial people are gonna take over the significant portions of uh, uh America. Like you're gonna see more Steph Curry's and Clay Thompson's and uh Trey Young's in the greater society, then you're gonna see dark skinned purple ninjas from Memphis. But it is what it is. Always policing the ninja Johnson. And by the way, I think Joel and Bede's wife is a She's a swimsuit model. She's a swimsuit model. Like, come on, bro. I mean, I don't know if it's a wise thing for them to do. I'm not saying that. I'm not arguing that. I'm not policing it. But she's a Victoria's Secret model. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, not Victoria's Secret. Embiid's wife. She like a top-level swimsuit model. Her name is Anna De Paula. Right? I think this is his wife right here. Bro, come on, man. Y'all policing Johnson, man. Let this ninja live. Now, I wouldn't have, I would have told him not to get married. I'd be like, man, you better have a prenup. All right. I think this is his wife right here. That's who he married. Like, what you, what, what you want him to do? Go get a fat black woman? Stop. <laughs> like, what you want him to do? Let this ninja live. All right. And then when he get divorced, grape the kingdom come. It is what it is. All right. Anyway, she about to take that ninja, though. She about to take him. <laughs> she about to get him. Uh, somebody says, Coach, there will no light skin revolution. Do you mean there will be no light skin revolution? All right, Das Token says, these waves of women empowerment and feminism are still just state-sponsored sterilization efforts without medical intervention. 100%. Uh, the mind control, the mind population, the adaptations of these cultures often, in, often suggests or promises a delusion. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. It promises grandeur, but it's mostly delusions of grandeur. Hey, girl, you can get your own job, have your own money, be self-sufficient, supporting yourself, and you'll be able to have, uh, you know, pay off your debt and student loan for 20 years. You'll be happy with your careers and job. You don't need no kids. You can always have kids later, freeze your eggs. And then they end up, many people, not all, they end up just falling and floundering. Ebony Williams comes to mind. Then they'd be bitter, mad that ninjas ain't burying them. And it's a constant, we got to come and clean up the mess. So then when you decide to be, go get your passport, be a free agent, go to the junior college, pay directly. Then they start, they start going in on the effect. Hey, you affect ninjas. Y'all need to do this and you need to do that. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Tell us what we need to do. Okay. What you need to do. Where you at? Ebony K. William, what you need to do, you you effed up, you you effed it up. You are in the military called FUBAR. Look it up. You're FUBAR. Now, when I tell you you're FUBAR, you get pissed off. They'd be like, I'm not FUBAR, you're FUBAR. And I don't see any value. I'm not reconstructing your FUBAR. They get all mad because I call them FUBAR. Well, listen, I'm not the one that wasted the opportunity. Also, family court law. You know, these things keep playing a part. And then when men don't play the game and clean up the mess, then they blame the men. Mm. By the way, men have not changed culturally over the last 70 years until recent time, right? Until recent time, you've seen men with less testosterone, men more less willing to be productive, men more simpish, tippy-toeing men, men that are... Right, men that are more distracted by things like video game and technology. Yes, 
You're seeing that men are more diluted, men are more likely to be substance abusers. You're seeing that. But that's an effect. What's the cause? Ninjas don't want to admit who the cause is. Is it them? No. What have women done? They've changed significantly over the last 70, 80 years. They made the most change, and they are like, you're not changing with us. What's wrong with you? You're a misogynist, right? They're like, you need to change too. How dare you? Men inherently don't want to change. I mean, they're like, I'll just stay like this. Because we don't want to play your little game. They get pissed off. Well, you need to play our little game of fantasy and mythology, right? Men are like, no. Yeah, but men today, peace sitting down. Oh, by the way, who raised these men? Primarily, mostly women. Um, and uh, it is what it is. So the truth is the truth. The truth is what it is. And Reverend X got something to say. If you got something to say about it, and let's hear it, Reverend X. Reverend X is a little bit more lethal than your boy CGA. But anyway, hit the like button. Shout out to the coach gang. And we're going to be back tonight for a short stream. It'll be like an hour and a half because I got to get on the road again. CGA be on the road again. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button on the way out of here. Peace.